Thank goodness it's Friday. Hi there, everybody. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. That is Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning, Jen. How are you today? Well, fabulous. That settles it. L.A. is now Kawhi Town. The king has been deposed. <laughs> Long live New Balance. We'll, 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 I tell you what, we'll see come all-star voting. We'll uh, will see. we? Yeah, yeah. We'll, okay, we'll, we'll see about We'll see that. what merchandise, yeah, we'll see we, what jerseys But sales. I saw what I saw last night. Yeah, I know yeah, you saw what yeah. you saw. It's a long season, guys, but at least in game one, the Lakers dropping that home opener to the Clippers yesterday evening, 103-97, your final score. Russell Westbrook, guys, he did not make a field goal at all for the first time since 2016. 0 for 11, including six missed three-pointers. LeBron James said post-game, quote, I've had bad shooting nights. Everybody in this league has had bad shooting nights. Who cares? I thought he played a great game. Shannon, jump on in here. How much was Russ to blame? Well, look, he played bad offense. He was downright awful, terrible. Whatever word, whatever adjective you can use to describe bad, he was that offensively. Mm. But Skip, he gave you an outstanding effort defensively. The way he tried, he the way he defended Kawhi down in the post. He, I think he stole the ball like three straight times. He was a, he was a beast defensively. But I, I can't put all this blame on him. Pat Bev was one of seven from the field. Kendrick Nunn was zero of seven. So your backcourt, so your three guards was yep. one for twenty-five. Mm. One for twenty-five. Mm. I can't put all that on Russ. Yeah, Russ didn't mm. play well. Pat Bell didn't play well. Now all of a sudden, Pat Bell fake they got him to be a three-point marksman. Now he's jacking up threes in transition. Now he thinks he's Steph Curry all of a sudden, a Buddy Hill or some great three-point shooter. You're not. Okay, although he does have, this is sad but true, the best three-point shooting percentage for his career of anybody on that roster. But, Skip, okay, nobody I thinks Pat Bell is a great three-point shooter. It. And you, yes. Uh, and Kendrick Nunn, he hadn't found his rhythm yet. A.D., Skip, I need a – you cannot get out-rebounded two-to-one by Zubats. 58-38 to 38 on the board? You can't. You got beat by 20 rebounds on and, the board. And I've been, I've been saying it, Skip, Woo. this is the same team as last year Woo. in a younger version. Mm. Lonnie Walker takes 21 shots. That man takes more shots than A.D. and LeBron? Really? And they say, well, you know, we got some great looks. I heard Lonnie Walker speaking on, we got great looks. There's a reason why you got great looks, because you can't shoot. They don't care <laughs> if they give you wide open looks. They don't care. You can't shoot. That's why you get great looks. This is, I don't really know what else they can do, Skip. They had an offseason to address an issue that was an issue last year, and they didn't do it. They needed shooters. They knew they needed shooters. Yet Rob Palenka didn't address that issue. He got a younger version. Toscano Anderson, I mean, come on, bro. If you're that good, go to state, don't let good guys go. They don't. They let him walk, no questions asked. True. Lonnie Walker, he's a tremendous athlete. He's a high flyer, plays hard, but he's not a shooter. San Antonio, as bad off as they are, they just said thank you, but no thank you, because I watched him game after game. He will always disappoint you in the end. Go ahead. So, Skip, at, at the, and, and, you know, AD took another bat. He took another fall. He did. Seemed to hurt his back. And this, uh, at least he played on. He played, he played through it. He came yep. out of the game for a little while. He came back in the game. So, I'm going to give him kudos for coming back I in agree. the game because normally that would keep him out. Uh, LeBron has played okay these two games. Nothing great. Nothing spectacular. Uh, you know, he's getting averaging 12 rebounds. I mean, LeBron is averaging more rebounds than AD. Mm-hmm. AD had one season, Skip in New Orleans, in which he did not average double-digit rebounds. 
That was his rookie season. Mm. He has yet to average. Now, he came close last year, but he only played like a handful of games. Mm. He has yet to average double-digit rebounds here. His last year in L.A., uh, last year in, uh, 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 with the Pelicans, he was 25-12. and 12. 25 and 12. Man, you can't get beat by Zubat 17 to 8 on the glass. LeBron is, LeBron is averaging 12 rebounds a game. Come on, AD. We need more, we need more than that. Russ was bad. Everybody was bad. Because, Skip, think about it. Last night, they only turned the ball over nine times. Consider they turned it over 21 to open tonight. Hey, and, and by the way, the Clippers turned over 21 last night because they played hard on defense. Go you ahead. You guys did, they did yep. play hard. Mm-hmm. But, Skip, I, I don't know if you could overcome three guards that play the amount of minutes that they played, go one for 25, even if you don't turn it over. Yep. If you can't make shots, it doesn't matter. If you can't make shots, you can't win in the league. Because at the end of the day, Skip, who puts the ball into the basket more than – the home or the, the business team. It's as simple as that. Bas- we, can, we can get all these, the, the, these little nuances and we can do analytics and we can do this and that. Did you put the ball in the basket more than the other team? It's just like football. We go analytics and the wind blew it this direction and that team, when they win the coin toss, mm-hmm. did you score more points than the other team? Yep. And this, that's what sports is about. And last night, the Lakers were awful. And I don't really know where they go. They're talking about, well, we're going to see t- by Thanksgiving. By Thanksgiving, you'll be out of the playoff contention. Mm. Mm. Sounds like Shannon Sharp had a rough night last night. Skip, you know, I didn't really tweet. I I think I tweeted one time last night because you know why? What my expectations. So you can't disappoint me if I don't have any expectations. My expectations for the Lakers is what I saw last night. Mm. And until until I see some moves to correct an issue, Skip, it's what it is. Okay. I hear everything you just said. I agree with almost all of what you just uttered. And yet, before I address all those points, allow me to make this one. I picked the Clippers to win it all, and I feel real good about my pick. They have the best coach in basketball. They have the best depth in basketball. I'm talking about depth charge depth. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about 11 deep. With now Kawhi, I'll get to that in a moment, coming off the bench, this team is loaded. It plays pretty to very well together. And when, when you can bring a Luke Kennard off the bench, he is simply the best non-starting shooter in basketball. Oh, the yeah. best non-starting shooter. And, again, I'm, I'm not doing Steph or Clay. Or right. I'm, I'm going non-starter. Right. All he did was take three threes last night, and he stroked all three of them mm-hmm. straight through the net. Yep. Right? Yep. So – I love what I saw from the Clippers. I loved what I saw from Kawhi, and I'll get this off my chest quickly. I I had some issues with the way he decided to go at this because it was his choice. He said, I don't even want to see the light of play until six minutes are left in the second quarter. And you'd think usually you'd say first quarter, six minutes. Especially if you done got warm in pregame. You know, you done got warm, you done got loose. What? I I get it, but he told them, I want to play between 20 and 25 minutes. So he dictated this. He's the flip side of Russell Westbrook because he's saying, I'm fine. I'll right. be just fine coming in mid-second quarter. Right. Well, how do you get warmed up mid-second quarter? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> because he came right in and he makes his first two shots. Okay. He came in looking for a shot, he, too. <laughs> he was looking for his shot. So I was very heartened by what I saw because I have been told that knee is not right, not even close to right yet. And he was very concerned about even trying to go into the 20s in minutes. 
He looked pretty good right. to me last night. I didn't see favoring it. I, I didn't see any it, winces. Will it get right? Is it degenerative? I mean, is there something going on more than that? Like, okay, yeah, he had the surgery, but is it is it de- de- degenerative? I think the surgery wasn't great. Okay. And at least in his head, he, he's not sure about what got done. Right. But it's just going to take some time, and they are playing the long game. Right. All they care about is can, can he get as close as possible to healed, like 100% healed, right. by April, May, June. Right. Then they'll be just fine. Right. But what I saw last night, it was a pretty good start. Now, he said after the game, I got to see how it responds today, obviously, right. when he wakes up this morning. But I thought it was a sensational start, and, and with Kawhi, he's got weird genius about him. And Shannon, it worked because the, the way he started so late is that he saved the best until last because he got to play eight minutes in the fourth quarter because he didn't start the game. Correct. So if you're yeah. on a pitch count and, and you, you save your best till last. Well, they kind of want to stagger like okay. that. They, they, right. They'd definitely rather have him finish than begin. All right. Now to all your Laker points. Here's my biggest issue with Russell Westbrook, and and I'm going to get to the defense because it was astonishing and sensational. I've never seen him play defense like that, Skip. I'll get to that in one moment, but he was 0 for 11. And at one point in the broadcast, I know you don't have the sound up, Reggie Miller chastised Laker fans for gasping when he took a corner three. Okay, well, that's, it's been going on. Reggie, it's been going on now for all last year. But Skip, I, I don't get This is what bothers me about these old guys. Like, this has never happened before. The fans, if you're not playing well, they're going to let you know. Okay, and then Reggie's comment was, I don't know how he, Westbrook, can function in an environment like this. And I'm like, Reggie, he created the environment. Thank you. He did, it's, it wasn't there before him. He made it happen. Thank you. He missed so many shots. He was the single worst three-point shooter in basketball last year, and he's on. He's off to the races again, right? Yep. What was he last night from? Oh, for six. Oh, for six. Oh, for six from three. Okay. Here's the problem with 0 for 11 and 0 for six from three. This is the problem, and, and our question was, how much is he to blame? It's not little picture blame. It's big picture blame because you know, and I know, when when this guy is in the game as a starter and a closer. I, I thought maybe Darvin Ham wouldn't let him close, but he did let right. him close. I'll get to that in a moment. But when he's missing all 11 of his shots, do you know how psychologically damaging it is to the whole team? Yeah. And, and everybody's talking about they can't shoot, they can't shoot. Well, it comes and it goes. But he is contagious bad for this team. Trust me, that they all look at him, and, and it's so many West Bricks. I was even watching him warm up, and there were just West Bricks everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's a terrible shooter getting worse. He, he's got demons in his head that are beyond Ben Simmons' demons. Right. But, but Russ has so much pride, he's not going to quit shooting. He's no. going to escalate. But, Skip, you know the old saying, shoot or shoot. He's not a shooter. He's not even a shooter to start with. Thank he you. never was. If Steph, if Steph goes for over 11, shoot it again, Steph. If Clay goes 0 for 11, shoot it again, Clay. Right, right. And then LeBron defended the shooting and defended Westbrook. Then Westbrook was asked after the game, how did you think you played? And he said, solid. Played hard. All you can ask for, go on to the next one. Okay, I give you played hard. But the shock to me, and again, I was rooting for the Clippers, and I was (laughs) – I was actually pleasantly surprised because I tweeted about it. I was, I was daring Darvin Ham to put him back in the game because Darvin Ham seems to be afraid of Russell Westbrook. He, he, seems to be, he, he seems to be crumbling at Westbrook's feet now 
because he's going to start him and he's going to finish him. So Russ comes in to finish the game. And what happens on back-to-back possessions? If we could see what Russ did on defense, it's the fault of John Wall and Paul George. But they they lob passes to Kawhi because Russ can't defend Kawhi. I don't care what you say. No, no, he can't. This is the best chance. That's what he can do. Okay, so he leaped and picked it off and they go the other way. And then here we go with Paul George and he leaps and picks it off and and they're going to go the other way. He called a timeout to save it. And then Kawhi took him down low, and, and Russ stayed in, stayed in, and forced a travel. Yeah. Okay? That was good. That was really good. Right. And that, that sort of ignited the defensive effort. Yeah. And it, to quote LeBron, he said after the game, we played our asses off on defense. Well, down the stretch, they did. I think they did because – they were actually getting scared of getting humiliated. This should have been a 20-point game. Oh, it, was, it, was, it got to 16, didn't it? got it? to 16, and it had 20 points written all over it. And they just said, because it was their home game, right. we're not going to let the, the arch rivals, not that they right. really view them that way, but the team in the basement, as you call the Clippers, we're not going to let them do that to right. us. And the only way to stop it is we can't make shots, but we can keep them from making shots as best we can. Correct. So LeBron and Westbrook fought their asses off down the stretch, and I was was shocked by it and and surprised and and awed by it, actually, because that was two old war horses saying, no, not in our house with our crowd. Right. So I, I give you that. And then... By the way, LeBron played really hard on defense. My fear for, for both of these guys, is this a one-off? Is this just a Clippers phenomenon? Right. Can you sustain this every night? No. Look at the blocks that LeBron had. The first one was a chase down that was a goaltend on John Wall. But at least he got up, and, and it's sending a message right. like, I'm here. Yeah. I'm going to be here. And then here we go again with another LeBron. That's uh, Norman, Norman Powell. Powell. And then... Paul George tries to up and under him, and LeBron just made him eat that one, and that ignited it going the other way for a lob dunk, and all of a sudden they were ahead off that play. Mm -hmm. So that was a big play in the game. I give you high marks for all of the above, but the problem is it's still hard to overcome the mere presence of Russell Westbrook in the starting lineup. And the shock to me was, before the game this story comes out, where – Darvin Ham's talking about that he had a sit-down with Russ because Russ just flat-out said that he absolutely believes that being forced to come off the bench in the final preseason game contributed to his pulled hamstring. Well, it doesn't look real pulled to me. I don't know about you, but I haven't seen any pulled hamstring, right? right? But he blamed it, and Russ's quotes was, were, were all about, I've been doing the same thing for 14 years straight. Honestly, I didn't even know what to do pregame. Being honest, I was trying to figure out how to stay warm and loose. Well, you saw what Kawhi did last night, and you say, well, wait a second, Russ, what, what, what are you talking about? Exactly. Because he came in mid-first quarter, right, right? maybe five minutes into right. the game. Okay, so then Darvin Ham is all but apologizing to him, saying, let me be clear about this. The Lakers, myself, my staff, we would in no way, shape, or form put a player or an employee in harm's way. Physically, mentally, spiritually, we don't stand for that. Well, you don't need to apologize for this. Right. You, you were just realigning. You were demoting him to, right. to, to let him right. be the quarterback of right. the shock troops. Well, right? how about go to somebody that, that's been in that role? Hey, man, what do you do? Hey, I know you're not a starter, so what do you do? How do you, you know, wait eight, six minutes in the game and then come into the ball game? What do you do? You think Russ asked anybody that? No. 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 So it, it feels like the new sheriff in town, who I thought was going to sort of ride herd on this situation – it just feels like he's cowering to me. Whatever Russ wants, Russ gets. It's still a player's league, Skip. Well, I guess so, because 
you know, again, it, it's almost like he shot his way out of first ballot Hall of Fame. But, yeah, but, but I, I guess not. But Darvin Ham's quote yesterday before the game was, it is a grown man's league. But he says, I've been around this thing for 26 years. I, I know what's going on. Well, he hasn't been around this thing for 26 right. years because this thing the, is something. The Lakers, Lakers are the different hey, phenomenon. Hey, is it? And he's learning this on the fly. Yeah. Because I think he wanted to stand up to Russ and say, look, it's, it's clear as day that I, at night I need you coming off the bench. Right. Because it is. It's clear as day to me. That's the only way to fly. Of course, I said you should just pat him on the head and give him his $47 million and send him home because he is the fly in your ointment. But at least you need to, to at least scale down his impact negatively in his minutes, and, and Darwin's not going to do it. He's going to give in. Skip, the thing is, is that your starting backcourt can't give you seven points with the amount of minutes that they played. Mm-hmm. They, gave you one, they gave you one for 18 with the amount of minutes that they played. And the only, the only guy that I've ever really ever seen are a handful of guys that can impact the game and not score any points. Yep. That's Dennis Rodman and Ben Wallace. Yep. Other than that, Skip, I mean, I you're, the starting, you're, you're the starting point guard. Yep. You can't shoot that, but Dennis Rodman wasn't going 0 for 11. He yep. might go 0 for 1, but he gets you 28 rebounds. Ben Wallace is going to get you five blocks, 19 rebounds. Yep. Well, if you play that many minutes and you shoot that many shots, you can't go 0 for Patrick Beverly can't go one for seven. Kendrick Nunn can't go 0 for seven. Skip, one of 25, it's not like the Clippers. The Clippers didn't play good. Skip, okay. they didn't have anybody score more than 16, 15 points. Yeah, but look, who it's all 14, 15, 14, but 15, But they got seven 14. of those 14, I know, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. That's how they did it last night. You cannot also excuse LeBron James from being in the middle of the shooting woes. No, because, no he, he wasn't good. Okay, so he was 3 of 10 in the opener at Golden State, and he was 2 of 8. I'm talking about from 3 last night, right? 3 of 10, 2 right. of 8. So, so that's, that's five, 5 of 18. 18. It's, I think it's 27%. It's just not good enough. No. Your high volume, low makes. It, it's not Skip good enough. 9 of 45. Okay, 9 that's of the lowest, 45. That's the lowest uh, uh, for, through two games. They're shooting 22%. 22% with a minimum of 60 attempts. They're 19 of 85 not from three. We're but, just talking about from three. So let me ask me this. Skip, we're not a team full of shooters. We don't have lasers, but y'all keep jacking up threes. Now tell me the sense that makes. Well, you just said it's a player's league and they, it's shooters shoot and okay. it's what everybody does. But you're does. not shooters. It's, it's, I, I got it. I got it. And the other thing that, that would be scary if I'm in your seat over there is you're not rebounders either. No. You got blown. You, you, you got dominant. You got bullied on the board. Skip, I, well, see, when I, when I tweeted this during the, in the pre, shout out to this preseason. You overreacted. I said, did you watch them last year? Did you watch our teams normally? Wa-? Skip, they, you remember the, uh, uh, the year they had JaVale and Dwight? They owned the boards. Mm. Nobody could beat us on the board. That's true. Right. You had AD, you had Dwight, you had JaVale, you had LeBron. You was getting 50, 60 rebounds every night. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, now, they can't rebound the ball. They didn't rebound last year. You saw it uh, where it's headed in, in the preseason. Preseason is a pretty good precursor. Yep. You couldn't shoot in the preseason. Yep. You couldn't rebound in the preseason. True. You didn't defend in the preseason. Yep. And all of these things come to fruition because this is what you got. You got a younger version of what you were last year. You don't have the, the older Trevor Reasons. You don't have Dwight Howard. You don't have Carmelo. You got younger versions, but they can't shoot. They can't rebound. Yep. Okay. So, to their credit, on the defensive end, they fought back and then they roared back. And you, you realize that they had the lead with 8.05 left. They took the lead on LeBron's block leading to the dunk at the other end, right? right? Yeah, I think okay. 89 87. Mm-hmm. 89 to 87. 
I give you credit for that because that was just pure will and pride and yeah. what's left, you know, whatever's yeah. left down deep, you reach down and that's all you, but that, that was it because. And then what's what happened? The okay, Clippers score the next what? They're going to start scoring. And then it comes down to the money shot came with 52 seconds left. If we could see what Kawhi Leonard did, because this is money, because this is it's still a four-point game. It's still winnable. Mm-hmm. It's still dicey. And Kawhi said, no, let, let me let me have this. And he goes up on LeBron and rips it from 21 feet. And that was a money yeah. shot. And I do love him for that. He from mid-range in big moments, he's pretty lethal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he get to his spot, Skip. I mean, he got the ball. He's like, I'm getting to my spot. I'm yep. getting to like 12 feet, yep. and I'm going I'm to elevate. I'm going to go up. He's hard to stop. Yeah. His body looks tremendous. Oh, man, he, Skip, he's put, on, he's put on like 10, 15 pounds yeah. of muscle. Which, which worries me about the, the wear and tear. The extra, the extra weight on his knees. But, but the point is, his quads look really beefed up. Right. And, and the quads will protect yeah, the Yeah, those knees. are shocking you know, to take yep. that. Yep, protect it. So... I love what I saw from my Clippers, but I don't know how you're going to live with Russell Westbrook. I really don't. Hey. That, that's, the, that, that's the one factor that just resonates down your whole day. I, 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 can't, I can't believe Reggie said that. Me he don't understand. But Skip, I, uh, yesterday in my podcast, I had the great Magic Johnson on. Okay. And he was explaining to me, he's like, when he wanted Paul Westhead up out of there, he said they booed him for like two to three months. Mm. He said when he get, he turned that ball over in the 84 finals against he the Celtics, he mm-hmm. said they booed him. They said they called him tragic. Hey, Reggie. Well, that was the headline. Reggie, tragic. you from L.A. Do well, you remember that? That's Magic Johnson. Well, at, you played it. You see. Skip, at know. that point in time, Magic Johnson was a two-time finals MVP. He was. And Laker Nation booed him. They did. And you talking about he can't believe that they booing and they're gasping at Russell Westbrook? They're not even booing. They're gasping. That's even worse to me. Man, but you, he, this our sport. Skip, that's fans. That yep. understand how this works. Don't I do your you. job, you're getting booed. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do your job, you're getting booed. Well, gentlemen, next up for the Lakers, the Portland Trailblazers. They won their season opener, and they take on the Suns tonight. So they'll be a little more tired than the Lakers. We'll see if they can regroup. <sighs> up next on Undisputed. Run CMC. What's the league going to look like with Christian McCaffrey heading to San Francisco, guys? Wow. Wow. And why were Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury fighting on the sidelines last night? That and more coming up next right here on Undisputed. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. 
with a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. All right, big news for the 49ers. They reportedly traded for Christian McCaffrey, gentlemen. San Fran sending the Panthers second, third, and fourth round picks for 2023, along with a fifth rounder in 24, all to secure the running back. Christian McCaffrey expected to take the field with the Niners on Sunday against the Chiefs. No time like the present, right? <laughs> Shannon, what grade do you give the 49ers for this trade? Skip, I give it a B. I think it's a very good deal for the 49ers. Um, he's one of the best backs in football. Uh, you can make a case from his rookie year in his first two years, Skip, he was the best back in football. But then he was besieged by a rash of injuries. And that's the only question. That's the reason I didn't give it an A. Can he stay healthy? Because if he can stay healthy with, uh, with uh, Kyle's mind, the way he can diagram runs and get him the ball along with a Debo Samuel, this could be something very, very special. He doesn't make them contenders because they got too many important players that are out, Skip. The best offensive lineman in football, Trey Williams, is out. Nick Bosa, who's uh, at the front the first, before the first two or three games, first two, three games, he was in the uh, defensive player of the year discussion. You got Eric Armstead, Elijah Mitchell, the left guard, Aaron Banks. All those guys are out. When you get those guys back, McCaffrey's on the field and had a couple of weeks up under his belt to get acclimated to the system. Then we'll get a better picture of who and what the 49ers are. But I like this acquisition. I like a guy because he can catch the football. Yep. He can run with the football. He's more than a willing uh, uh, on passing down. that He can block. He can do everything that you want him to do. But it just goes to show you, Baker get there and they turn the house down. Mm. The house was already on fire. And I expect Baker to come put the water, mm-hmm. to put the fire out with yep. a hose. Yep. And what did he bring? A big old 55-gallon drum of gasoline. A boom! Yep. And their shit blows. If they hadn't got they robbed had, no, no, in the it, opener, no, 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 it would have no, no, been a no, different no, no. story. I told no, you they you needed told, one game. What, one you, game. what you told me okay. was Baker was going to save the day. Yep. And all he did was end the day sooner. The party was supposed to end at yep. 4 o'clock. We've all had that homeboy to show up and end yep. the party early with his bull jive. Okay. This is got- not a Baker topic, oh, or I would just shred you. <laughs> I would shred you. I gave it a B. I, okay. gave, I gave it a B. If he could stay healthy, Skip, they could be on to something. So I think your B is suggesting you don't trust that he'll stay healthy. I- I, Skip, he missed, he missed 23 games. He missed 23, 23 out of 33 yeah. over a two-year period, 19, uh, 2020 and 2021. Right. Honestly. All right. Just because of the injury factor, just because of the shorter shelf life for that position, especially the way he plays it, which is all out. Especially his first two years, Skip. 1,000 yards rushing, 1,000 yards receiving, so you got to get a lot of touches. I'm going to stick in minus on my grade, but I'm still giving it an A minus, A minus. I love the fit, the psychological, emotional fit. You watch this young man basically grow up around (laughs) your locker room, coached by Mike Shanahan with Kyle around your locker room and Christian around your locker room because Ed McCaffrey, the father, was a fellow receiver of yours. He's a locker with a cross from mine. (sighs) That's a beautiful thing. That doesn't happen that often no. in the world of sports, where it comes full circle back to Kyle Shanahan being able to acquire Christian McCaffrey because 
the Carolina Panthers fell completely apart and went straight to hell. And the coaches fired and the owner finally said, I can't stand it. Burn it down and start it over. So all of a sudden he became available. It was reported the Rams were very close in in the hunt for him. Right. It is basically just an auction. And, And yet... The Carolina Panthers wanted two firsts. That's what that started. Man, you ain't getting no two okay. firsts with okay. no running back. Well, ain't no running, running back, back. giving you that. Okay. So the 49ers end up saying, well, how about this? How about a two? How about a three? How about a four? And then how about how about a five the next draft, right? Two right. drafts from now. And finally, that outbid the Rams. And 49ers I, don't even need to skip. They don't even have a draft next year. They ain't got, no, they they got no first, no second, no third, no fourth. Hey, y'all take off. Okay, <laughs> but they did have the advantage of the compensatory picks for Sala and McDaniel right. and Mayhew. So right. they had three compensatory picks that they could throw in to sweeten the deal. And they sweetened it enough that they they landed it. I'm not I can't go to Stolen because even though he's only twenty six, he's got a lot of wear and tear right. on his body. We had him on at the Super Bowl back in 20, 2020. 2020, yeah. And he really impressed me mm-hmm. because he He's a sharp young man who takes supreme care of his body. He absolutely he, does. He, he, whatever can be done, he's doing yeah. to try to stay healthy. Right. I worried about him coming out of Stanford because he couldn't stay healthy at, in college football. Right. And you always say, not, you know, hurt in college, hurt in pro. Yep. He just goes so hard. He plays all out. He, he, he's not a, a ducker and dodger. He, he runs through right. people. And if you ask him to run up the middle, he will try to run up the middle. Yeah, because you think about it, in college, they ran in between the tackles because Stanford has a very pro-style offense. But he had over 300 catches. He's not Derrick Henry. No. Let's just say for the sake of argument, Skip, he's what, 5'10", 205, maybe? Maybe. And to take 300 carries in college? You, you can't bell cow him. No. You can't just line him up in no. the eye and no. say, no. here he comes. No. You know, they, they've tried, they were able to do it with Zeke in Dallas because he's 225 Right. And even you see, he it took his toll on it's him. He's taking a toll. It's, he's having a little bit of a bounce back, but it's not that much of a bounce back. Right. Because you, you're just not going to last right. very long doing it that way. Right. Emmett Smith lasted because. Oh, he, he ain't taking no punishment. He took no punishment. <laughs> he avoided contact nah. better than any back I have ever yeah. witnessed. This young man, not so much. No. So I fear that for him. But now we got the Kyle factor that you mentioned. Kyle Shanahan, with some help from his father above, mm-hmm. he's got genius in, in coaching and strategizing the run game that, that astounds me. Mm-hmm. It's all what I call not sleight of hand. It's sleight of hand off mm-hmm. because it's a lot of moving parts. It's yeah. a lot of misdirection. It's a lot of creativity between the tackles where it's all about creating angles yeah. That nobody creates better than Kyle. Right. Well, if you can give this kid some angles, right. some off tackles, some misdirections, right. where he can hit a crease. It's all about, you, hev- it's all about creating hesitation. It is. It is. Well, well if, if, you can, if you can maximize him with, with your strategy, that works yeah. for me. So I love the fit, and I love it that he's getting to go, quote, unquote, home. He didn't grow up there, but, but he played at Stanford. Yeah. In Palo Alto, as you know, it, from where the, the stadium is, it's like 10 minutes right, away. Right. So he's going to feel back 
home. Right there in Santa Clara. Now. Right mm-hmm. in, in Santa Clara. It's just right there. I mm-hmm. live there. And, and it's a beautiful place, and I think he's going to be very happy there. Right. And the team is absolutely loaded, except for the quarterback, who's pretty good, but he's got a ceiling. Right. 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 And the ceiling, he bumped his head on it <laughs> at, against Atlanta, and right. they lost that game, so they fall into three and three. But the point is, this is a move that the, I'm sure they're hoping will serve them well for maybe three years, maybe right. this, the rest of this one and two more. Right. Is that fair for shelf life? Yeah. Is that about yeah. what, what yeah. Christian should have left? Yeah, they, they, I mean, Skip, I mean, he, what he have, like 23, 2,400 yards, uh, yep. scrimmage yards his second year? That's a lot of touches. Okay, just think about it. We got to throw it to you, and we hand it off to you. We're not just handing it to you, Skip. We're gonna throw you. We're gonna throw you another hundred balls, right? On top of the 200, 200 250, maybe even three hundred carries that we handed it to you, right? And and speaking of Baker, when Baker was a quarterback, it degenerated into his his favorite target, almost as a wide receiver target, was Christian McCaffrey, yep. who was catching balls down the, the field, field from yep. him, yep, catching balls in the end zone, yep. Okay, so you've got that as a weapon. Added to, as you said, Ayuk and, and Debo, Debo and, and Kill. Kill. I mean, it, it's explosive in a division that screams winnable. Right. In an NFC that screams winnable, nobody's emerged, right? Right. It, it seems the, I mean, the Eagles, but everybody else, I mean, the I'm, Cowboys. I'm just saying, other than the Eagles. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, Skip, I mean, hey. I mean, if you three, if you three and three right now, Skip, you feel like, hey, bro, we right in the thick of things. Yeah. It's not like anybody go. We don't see anybody in the West. We don't see anybody in the North or the South running away with this thing. Okay. Now, the Eagles, we see their schedule could possibly – nah, but anybody else could be had. Yeah. So I believe this was as much a Trey Lance move as a Jimmy G move because they're looking toward next year when they hope Trey gets completely healthy after he broke his ankle. Right. And that's – the ceiling rises. Right. Again, can he be as consistent as Jimmy G? I, I hope so. I believe in the kid. We saw flashes, and it was hit and miss early right. on. But they're they're saying that that it's going to be the, the C-Mac and Trey Lance show right. going forward. Right. And that's what they're looking at. If they could steal one this year, that would be great. Skip, they, they really would have hoped, they really would have liked for Trey to stay healthy because you get better by playing. You don't get better you know. by rehabbing and looking at the film. So what do you see here? So when they, you know, they quit. So, Trey, what, what would you be thinking here in the situation? You need to be on the field. You do. And then ask that man, what were you thinking in this situation? Not have him laying up there look, looking at it on, on the film screen and, and, and yeah. rehabbing his leg. But I gave it a B for the simple fact of injuries. I can understand okay. why you gave it an A-. minus. Okay. But you're right, Skip. If he can stay healthy, he can be dangerous in this offense. Okay, back to my minus. For some reason... The running backs who played for Kyle are cursed. They're just cursed, man. And I don't know if it has to do with the scheme. I I don't know if if they're getting thrust into more dangerous situations because of the creativity of it. I I don't know. I mean, TD TD, uh, uh, tore his ACL, but that was a freak accident. Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis. But, Skip, if you look at the backs, so Clem Portis didn't get hurt. Mike Anderson didn't get hurt. Ruben Drones didn't get no, hurt. Orlando's Gary didn't no, get hurt. No. All those guys went for 12 blood. Those blood. are all Mike Shannon. Yes. Yeah, okay. So this- but, but this litany of these, and, and yes. Kyle's just been put a bunch of no-names right. in there. You, you, look at, you look at Mostert, he yeah. got injured. You he look did. at Breda, he, he got he injured. Did. You look at Wilson, he got injured. You're, you're absolutely right. I, I don't know. And then Elijah got hurt yeah. this year. So it's been, it's been a parade of injuries they need to drink some milk or okay. something. I, I don't know. Is it just bad luck? <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't know. So I worry about Christian getting, who, who can be injury prone, getting thrust into an injury prone scheme. Right. It's, 
it's dangerous. It's shocking, you know, what's it, happening. It, it is. Yeah. Now that you mentioned it, it is. I mean, all their backs, they stay hurt. They just stay hurt. But I still love the fit. Oh, yeah. And if he can, he, he's been relatively healthy this year in Carolina. If he can stay relatively healthy, then he'll be a steal for yeah. them. Difference maker for sure, guys. He did so many fabulous things for the Panthers. It'll be fun to watch him in San Francisco and see what he can do in that offense. All right. A little Thursday night football, gentlemen. The Cardinals beat the Saints 42-34 to last night. Now, during the second quarter over on Arizona's sideline, take a look. Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury, they're getting into a heated exchange. DeAndre Hopkins, in his return, had to come over and de-escalate the situation. After the game, both Kyler and Cliff downplayed what happened. But, Shannon, what do you think? Big deal or not a big deal? It's a big deal. Now, I'm not saying this has never happened. I've said I've never experienced it, and I don't know if I've ever seen a player tell the head coach who's actually calling plays, calm the F down. Calm the F down. Screaming at him. I I understand that tensions are high. Everybody's on high alert, Skip. Cliff Kingsbury knows he's coaching for his job. Kyler Murray knows that something transpired. He might be holding. Cliff. It was you that told them that I ain't been studying like I was supposed to. I ain't forgiven. I, I believe that. <laughs> I haven't forgiven yep. you for that either. I, had to put I that agree. in my contract. Yep. Anyway, but Skip, I, I, what seemed like a match made in heaven because yep. this was the offense that Kyler Murray won the Heisman in. This was the offense that he led the Oklahoma Sooners to the college football playoff in. So it seemed like a match made. And remember, in he- Cliff recruited him starting his like his sophomore year in, at the in Texas Tech. No, no. At, and oh, we, oh, you, oh. I mean, when, when Kyler was in high school. High school yeah, 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 Alan. Go ahead. Yeah. Yes. And so, Skip, it seems like a match made mm-hmm. in heaven. Yeah. This guy's going to be our number one pick in the draft. We got a guy that knows the offense mm-hmm. and, and that, that Kyler succeeded in and yep. excelled in. Oh, boom. But boom. for whatever reason, um, the wheels are starting to fray, starting to come off. Uh, I think it has a lot to do with losing and expectations. When you have the expectations you have the expect- that you have for this young man, you give him this money, and the, the season has not started like they anticipated. Yep. And normally they get off to a fast start, yep. and then they wither down the stretch. This year, they've getting out, gotten off to the slow start. And so I just think the tensions are really high because everybody knows what the expectations. People are starting to feel the pressure. I look, I'm looking at uh, Cliff Kingsbury, and it looked like he was aging as Kyler Murray was walking to the side. I'm like, I agree. Bro, put them glasses back on, man, because you, you, like, you aged like five years I since agree. the kickoff. Yep. So that's what it is, Skip. And, and D-Hop came in and tried to be in the cooler head prevail, but you, he had a big influence on the game also. He did. But uh, – Kyler, Kyler played well. He didn't have to do a whole lot of lifting. Mm-mm. You know, somebody, you get two pick sixes in a span of like two minutes, you're probably going to win the game because the Saints were dominating the game, Skip. They had just went, go down the field quick. Flat out dominating. And then, it was 14 to 6, and it felt like it was going to get worse. It should have probably been worse than that because Andy Dalton threw a they pick did. in the end zone to take points off the board. Yep. And then they got the ball slipped through the guy's hand. Pick six the other way. Then he tried to sleep, snake the dagger right in. Yep. And Isaiah Simmons makes a great play. He intercepts it almost with one hand, and they really never look back. But th- this is a big deal to me because you can tell the frustration between these two guys. Yeah. Because normally, Skip, there's a buffer. Okay, the head coach is here. Offensive coordinator is here. Okay, the quarterback. We got a, we got a middleman to deal with everything, Skip. Yep. Who's the middleman between the head coach, the offensive coordinator, when they're one and the same? And here's Kyler Murray. There is no buffer. Mm. I'm going to frame what I say by the fact that, unbelievably to me, the Arizona Cardinals had lost eight straight games at home wow. until last night. Eight straight games? Well, that's the friction. That'll, that'll create yeah, friction. Right. 
I'm with you. This was a huge deal because I can't remember ever seeing anything like this. Right. It was ugly. It was a quarterback who was treating his head coach with zero respect. Calm the F that screaming at him. Yeah. Well, now, now the respect level has been shattered. Right. And if I'm upstairs, if I'm owner or GM, I'm watching this thinking, God. How much longer can this go on? Can't. You, you, hey. And in the end, trust me, the coach is going to lose. Not, oh, not absolutely. Because they gave him yeah. the money. You see I got it. Yeah. Hey, hey, I got it. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. Not I see, like that. I see what you're saying. No. I got it. I no. got it. But calm the bleep down. Calm the bleep. Screaming at him. Just <gasps> screaming at Man. him. Until D-Hop had to come over and just intervene. Uh, and, and there's uh, 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 Jefferson. Yeah. yeah. Right there. He's like, yeah, he's whoa, blah, blah, blah. Wait, 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 wait. Skip, maybe it was because D-Hop wasn't in the game. They threw a fade to Rondell Moore. Why the hell you want to throw a fade to a 5'7 guy is unbeknownst to me. Yeah, well, then the, the, that's true. But the flashpoint <laughs> was they didn't get the playoff. Right. When okay. it was first because they, they, and then, hold on, Skip. What happened was they threw the fade. He got an offensive P.I., mm-hmm. which backed him up they even further. Up. And, and then the next day, about to get a, 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 what, a delay of the game. And that's when he was like, he was losing it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> for all of Brady's issues, screaming at offensive linemen, all those years with Belichick, he never screamed at Belichick. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> because one thing about Brady, he was taught you respect the head coach. Yeah, He's yeah. not going to break yeah. that, that law. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's that, a that's law. That's old school where coaches yeah, that, that's old. That's, school. Old, that's old school philosophy. Because right. I would have never never cursed Coach Reeves or, no. or, or Wade, no. any of the coaches. But it wouldn't even enter your ne- mind. Never crossed my right? mind. Never it, crossed my it, mind. It, as mad as you might get, you, it, it's just a line you're, you, you wouldn't even nah, fathom nah, crossing that nah. line. I used to watch your friend Dan Marino. Yeah. You, you want to talk about hot-headed. Yeah. <laughs> he would just go crazy during games. But who would he scream at? David Shula, was, not Don Shula, right. because David was the right. offensive coordinator. Right. right? Stevenson, who was the coordinator yep. early on in his career yep. also. He would just scream at him. Yeah. But he would do this to them. Right. But that's different. That's not the head coach. Right. Because he's not going to do that to daddy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Don right? Shula, right. No, he's not going to do it. So to me, there, there's some – bond that got broken right. last night and to your big picture point okay so kyler barely threw for 200 yards right. it's fine but d hop was a savior for right. him because he threw him 14 balls and he caught 10 for 103 that works yeah everybody else everybody else caught 19 for 101 okay there you go but look at what it camouflaged they were still three out of ten on third down. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not good. Their, their offense was it sputtered all night long. Right. But to your point, if you get two pick sixes within two minutes at the end of the half. Right. In fact, I, I was trying to watch. Let's see. Was your game on? The Laker game on by then? I'm trying to watch both of them. And, and my eyes wandered to the basketball. Maybe it was the no. end of the Philly game. Right. I don't know. Right. But I'm, I'm getting distracted the by the end of the Philly game. And I look over and I say, what? What just happened? <laughs> well, that just happened. Right. And by the way. I had to live with Andy Dalton, and hey, I'll take Cooper Rush over Andy Dalton any day because that's who he is. Skip Bayes had almost 500 yards of offense. I I got it. And and he'll make some good throws, and then he'll make some head scratchers. Exactly. That's who he's always been. Without those pick sixes, I don't believe because the the, the Cardinals were just sputtering along. And and, and the Saints were just going up and down the field. Yep. And then all of a sudden, boom, boom. And it's then, a totally skip. You up fourteen to six, and then you go down. You go in the half. You down twenty eight fourteen, just like that. Hey, you know this <laughs> because you've lived through it. 
There's nothing in all of sports that will change a game, impact a game more shockingly than a pick six. It, it's just, it, it, it's, you're, you're moving toward what you think might be a touchdown, yeah. and all of a sudden yep. they score in a split second. Yep. And then you come right back out, and it happens again, yep. and it goes the other way. Yep. And you've, it, it's, it's 14 points, and you can argue it's like a 28-point swing right. because you think you're on fire. You yeah. think yes. you're going to score touchdowns, yep. right? Yep. And then that, it's too hard to dig back out of that hole. You're right. Andy Dalton, boy. I mean, you look at his numbers, give you like 30 or 47, 361, four TDs, but you keep going on over. Mm. There's another call-up, I-N. Mm. He got three of those, and mm. two of them was returned for was with pick sixes. It's hard to overcome. I, I don't know how what's the win percentage, but it's not very great, a team that <laughs> threw two pick sixes in a game. You're not winning very many of those games. Yeah, and Cliff Kingsbury is not going to last much longer. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. I think something's going to have to when, go. When you're, Skip, it's like anything, it's – it's only a matter of time. It's like it's like a child. When you start seeing a child talk disrespectful to true. a parent, I agree with that. It's yep. just a hey, I live here and I'm paying the bill, but you got to go. And it's, or different, it's different in the NFL, Skip. The quarterback's going to win out. They're going to win. The quarterback's going to win out. Well, but, he got but, his money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I'm, I'm surprised. I don't really know Kyler like that. But that's these new school guys, I guess that's the way they do. But I could never imagine high school, college, NFL, I mean, a lot of my position coach weren't very much older than I was. Mm. But I ain't never – look, I, I'm, a, I'm big on respect. Mm. You talk to me like a man, I'm going to talk to you sure. like a man, oh, and we're going we to be just good. That, we, that's, that's how I did it. Hey, to each his own, maybe that works Maybe that's, that works for that relationship, but it's just a matter of time before, you know. At the end of the day, no matter what you think about Cliff Kingsbury, he's still your boss. He is. He's still your boss. I mean, you don't might not say, I don't like him or – or oh, I believe it was him that went upstairs and told Steve Kahn and the owners that I'm not prepared like I should. No matter what you think, that's still your that's that's still. I agree, the, but to that point, it had to come from Cliff. Yeah, it yeah. had to. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. And general the, managers on the the tablets and, and and all that stuff and who's studying no. who's not that. Nah, no, nah. yeah. ownership don't know anything about that. And then ownership signs off on writing it into yeah. a contract that is going to become public. It's well, it's it's for public consumption. Well, Kyler Murray signed and his representative signed, signed that contract. Signed the contract. Oh, Shadow, hey, you know, for, for undisputed, we need you to do ten hours a week. What? I'm already doing twenty five hours a week, man. Mm-hmm. Get out of my face! I ain't mm-hmm. signing that. Yep. True. <laughs> You, you're not putting no language into your contract like that, Skip. With as much as you prepare. If you prepare, you prepare. Yeah. And then who? Well, how, do you, how do you know Skip ain't preparing? What gives you the inclination the, the, that he's not prepared? What gave you the inclination to say Kyler Murray ain't prepared like he's supposed to? Mm. It had to come from one source and only one source, right? And Kyler Murray said, I know where it came from. Right, and it's highly possible he's never going to get over No, that. no, 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 yeah. no, no. You dime somebody out, they ain't getting over that, Skip. No. Nope. He, he dry snitched on him. Because yeah. I don't know if Steve Kime or, or the, uh, uh, Bidwell, I don't know if they asked, but it's like, what's going, you know, what's going on? Well, he probably said, well, this is what's transpiring. Yeah, well, they, they know They know who opened up those tablets. I just want you guys to know. They know how much time you're yeah. spending on those tablets. But they had to ask Cliff, okay. is he worth this much money? And Cliff said, well... <laughs> yeah, because they just, Skip, he's damned if he do it, he's damned if he doesn't. Yep. Because if he said, oh, he's absolutely worth that money, and then it comes out, he's like, well, why didn't you tell us? You knew this. Yep. So you're in trouble. And if you say don't, and then all of a sudden this comes out, it becomes a story because you knew this was going to get out, he's in trouble with the player. Ooh. 
he, he could he was in an unwinnable situation at that very moment. That's he was in true. an unwinnable situation. Well, I think he might be in a bigger unwinnable right now. Yeah, but he got a nice pad out there. I might go on out there at Paradise Valley and get that. Really? <laughs> we ought to go in and get that. Put turn, that house he got turned into an Airbnb. Really? Mm-hmm. We should. You think you get it cheap now? <laughs> <laughs> the housing, all those interest rates are climbing right now. Mm. It might be a little crunch. He might need some money quick. But he got it's years left on that contract. Field trip. So he yeah, good. I know. I know. He, he's good. He good. He good. I agree. We might need it for Super Bowl. Yeah, there, Guys, there, I there you go. I have covered the Cardinals. <laughs> exactly. I have covered the Cardinals several times this season. And there's also some tension about play calling, changing plays. Kyler Uh-oh. wants to be more aggressive. Cliff wants to be more patient. We will see how this all shakes mm. out. All right. Coming up. Skip, let's talk about your Cowboys. Is Dak Prescott being back? Oh, what does that mean oh, for Allen. America's team? That's next on Undisputed. <laughs> Lord, when it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise in Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Welcome back to Undisputed. Before we get into Dak's return for the Cowboys, we have a very special moment on the show for you. Skip, I'm going to let you do the honors. Set this one up for us. Very special. My man Shannon Sharp is going to remember all too well what I'm about to reference. (laughs) Back in 2011, as Tim Tebow was going on the most miraculous run in NFL history, taking a 1-4 Denver Bronco team, to an AFC West title and a playoff win. Right. We commissioned a video from the great DJ Steve Porter. DJ Steve created what we called All He Does Is Win. Do you remember that one? Yes, I do. It won the Webby Award. And now we are hoping that history repeats (laughs) because DJ Steve Porter has created a new video, this one featuring 11 from heaven, our man Micah Parsons. So now, drum roll please, it is time for us to introduce DJ Steve Porter's latest creation, 11 from Heaven. Dallas Cowboys select Michael Parsons! Yeah! 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 Y
Jerry in there. Oh, he was doing a little 11 from heaven. Wow. Oh, Lord have mercy. Skill Bayless, you and your, when you love a player, Ernestine, you got the best man, because mm-hmm. this man love, this man loves hard, hard unconditionally. Hard, man, unconditionally. <laughs> we hope, you hope, I hope, we're not putting too much too soon on poor Micah's shoulder pads, but I'm going to reiterate what I've said the whole offseason and all these first weeks of this season, my team will go as far as my man, Micah, 11 from heaven, carries this team. Man, you don't tell the man, you don't say the man better than LT. What you talking about? You putting, hope you ain't putting too much fresh on it. Well, it's a lot for a second-year kid, right? <laughs> well, you should have thought about that before you uttered well, LT. I, I love hard. I, maybe I'm loving over hard on this one. Maybe it's too much too soon, but I, I think he's pretty much lived up. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's been everything they thought. He's been better than what they thought. Yeah, and to your credit, I give you full credit for this. You saw him coming before I did because I had some skepticism only because he opted out of his last year at Penn State. I, yeah. I, did, I saw him flash the previous year a little bit. Right. But you saw him at the combine. You said, well, he's the best yeah, player Yeah, well, board. I went back and looked at a couple, of, uh, couple of games that he played. And then he looked explosive. And then when you watched him at the combine, yep. he checked all the boxes. Explosive, quick. Agile, member, nimble. Yeah, yeah, he the real deal. I'm surprised he probably – he should have went higher. Uh, well, he should have went higher than what he did. Well, well, if you redrafted, he'd go way higher. Yeah. But I got caught up in Patrick Sertan because I needed that cornerback. I needed the book. Oh, he legit too now. Oh, oh, well, I just said, and, yeah, and your Broncos snaked him right out from yeah. under us, and J.C. Horn was off the board, and Jerry said – I give up. Right. And they traded backwards Back. with Philly so Philly could, could take Devontae, Devontae. right? Yeah. Yep. And so Jerry just sits there, and speaking of 11 from heaven, he falls right out of heaven into, into Jerry's lap. lap. Sometimes the best moves is okay. the one you don't make, Skip. Because if Jerry thought that much of Micah, he, he certainly wouldn't have traded back. No, absolutely not. But, but he felt like he had enough of a relationship with the Eagles, even though they're arch rivals right. and hated. Right. But with Howie Roseman, he felt like he could trust they're going to take Devontae no matter what. Right. So we can trust that we're going to get a defensive player, mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens. Oh, well, 
our, our next guy is Micah Parsons. Well, he was the guy. He was the guy. Right? Fell into your lap. Yep. Thank you. Here we go. Well, guys, we love having Micah. Anytime we can have his presence on the show. It was an amazing video. I'm glad you scared it. <laughs> shared it, Skip. Okay, back to Dak, though, gentlemen. He said, yes, indeed, he is going to start Sunday at QB for the Cowboys. Cowboys taking on the Lions. And, of course, Dak coming back after missing five games because of that thumb injury. CeeDee Lamb says, yep, he's looking forward to his quarterback returning. CD saying, quote, we've got full belief and trust in Dak's ability. Y'all know what four can do. Shannon, what do you expect from Dak on Sunday? Well, I mean, I look. I mean, I don't know if he's going to have what I just saw, that, that black tape and that mesh on his thumb. He's yep. probably going to have that on there at least for the first couple of weeks. And, um, and by the way, Reportedly, he's got a little plate and seven pins, so right. he's got some metal in right. there. So go ahead. The, the, the only thing that I'm worried about, Skip, is falling down. Because mm-hmm. you know, Skip, when you fall, you, you don't be thinking like, oh, man, I got a pin. You don't even think about that. You just fall and you just try to brace yourself. So hopefully when he goes there, if, if he were to get taken down, he's able to bounce right back up. No harm, no foul. Uh, I expect him to play well, Skip. This is tailor-made for them. This is the worst scoring defense in all of football. It is. They're, they're on a place to allow more points than anyone since the merger. They give up 34 points a game, 429 yards a game. So this is a, if, if you wanted to script something really good for Dak to come back into, teams that really don't get up to the quarterback that well, the Lions is what you need. 34 points a game, you guys like, struggled a little bit last week. You got to, uh, now you don't have any excuses. Because everybody, oh man, when Dak get back, oh, this offense about to take off. Yep. Okay, well, let's see you take off. And uh, CD said that, hey, he looks like himself. Hopefully they can get a connection. They've never had a connection even when Dak was totally healthy. Bingo. And CD was totally healthy. Thank you. It's not like they, you know, had this, this great connection. They were, like, synced up. So I'm anxious to see what CD and Dak can actually do considering Dak has been off for five weeks and CD, I guess, is banged up a little bit with a hip injury. That's what they said. Limited but participating. Okay, my turn. Look, I love me some Dallas Cowboys. I'm lifelong diehard since I was 10 years old. I I want him to be what everybody says he's going to be. Because (laughs) if he's a combination of Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes with Brady's brain, I'm good, man. Yeah, I bet you are good. I'm going to go places. Yeah, you will. We're going to go deep in the playoffs. I'm, I'm hoping that happens. But I'm here to tell you, after I slept on this this idea last night, I feel sorry for Dak Prescott. I do, honestly, because you're getting thrown back into the fire, back on the saddle against a defense you should absolutely annihilate, (laughs) right? You should. So I need 35 at the very least, right? (laughs) If they're giving up 34, shouldn't we at least score 35? Yeah. Well, okay. So, look. I became a Cooper Rush fan, not off the field, because I, I don't have any sense of it. I can't even get, like, there, there's no edge to hang on to. Right. I, I don't even know who he is. I don't know what he He's like a cipher. I told right. you last mm-hmm. week. So I don't have any personal connection to him. He says nothing before or after games. Mm-hmm. He had some kind of mystical, mysterious mojo about him where all I know for sure is he saved the season. I don't know how he did it, but he saved the season. He doesn't have a big arm. He doesn't have an arm the way Dak. Dak's is above average, but his is a little below average. Mm-hmm. But it worked because he beat the two Super Bowl teams. He beat Cincinnati and he won at the Rams. 
and he went up and beat the Giants at the Giants, and they're pretty good. Yeah. I'm not saying they're a powerhouse, but they're pretty good. And he managed to take care of business against Washington, and then he started to unravel in the second quarter at Philadelphia, and the world said, see, we told you so. And what happened? He sort of shook it off, and all of a sudden he, he started to draw a beat on the Eagles' defense, and he goes down, and he almost completes two passes in the end zone that would have cut it to 20-7 to seven at halftime. Then he comes out in the third quarter, two long drives filled with completions, lots of completions, yeah. 9, 13, 12, 8, 7, 13. Touchdown, touchdown, and all of a sudden it's 20-17. to 17. Well, he did that. And if Micah and company, the marauders, I call them, if they could have stopped Jalen Hurts on three straight third downs, one, one stop, and give Mystical Mojo the ball back, I don't know what happens. Do they go down and score again? But instead, it's 26-17. to 17. It's a nine-point game, and the play of the game is the very first play of the next series where he drops back. And remember, Dak's going to have to contend because Tyler Smith – is, is not going to grow up overnight. He's still <laughs> yeah. the rookie left tackle. Right, and, right. and Tyron Smith is not coming back. Dak's coming back, but not Tyron Smith Correct. is coming back. So all of a sudden, on the play of the game, Tyler Smith just flat out whiffs on Brandon Graham. I mean, I mean, he didn't touch him. And Brandon Graham, with a full head of steam, just rocks Cooper Rush right in the mouth. <laughs> and I thought it should have been roughing because his, his helmet came up under Cooper's chin. But whatever. Blows it up. The ball just flutters up in the air. And now we're back to CD Dam, as you call him. I thought he should have at least stopped and fought, but his body language was, damn, I, yeah. I'm open and that's, I, I that's what he got. It's underthrown. Right? And it's underthrown. I'm not going to fight for that. It, it, it's beneath my dignity. So to your point that you just made, the irony here is, is just it's suffocating for me because all of a sudden, CeeDee Lamb is talking up Dak Prescott and talking a little down on Cooper Rush, like, oh, here we go. We're going to take it up a level. Well, to your point, he, he never that, – that was my biggest issue. He had no connection with Dak Prescott. <laughs> and early on in the first – especially the Cincinnati and the Giants game, those right. two, I thought CeeDee had great rapport with Cooper Rush because right. Cooper Rush was feeding him the sugar like crazy. Especially against the Giants. He caught right. a touchdown against the Giants. Caught a touchdown against the Commanders. And don't, don't forget the 40-yarder that hit him right on the hand against the Giants. He just he dropped cold it. dropped it. Just yep. hit him about as mm-hmm. beautifully as you could hit him. Right. So my point is, all of a sudden, CeeDee's saying, Dak's back. I'm back. What? What? Where were you before? And by the way, I looked this up. Pro Football Focus now ranks my guy, C.D. Lamb, you call C.D. Dam, the 29th best receiver in pro football. And I'm making a case he's got top five potential this year. Well, couldn't tell, as you say, right? No. Okay. You, you, I, I, for whatever reason, Skip, I just – I never saw superstar – in him, I know you you liked him. He's tremendous run after the catch. He drops too many passes, too many routine passes for me, and he disappears in big moments. That's not superstar. That's not a top five level player. I need guys of him, if he's top five, to show up. But, Skip, if I'm not mistaken, I think Geno won offensive player of the week against the Lions. Threw like five touchdowns against the Lions. So that got to be good for like six touchdowns, right? Okay. And Belichick shut out the Lions. Right. So the defense should rise and shine. Mm-hmm. It should all come right back on schedule. How, how much easier could you get to, to be eased back into the fray yeah. with Lions and Bears at home ahead of a bye week? Yeah. Beautiful. It doesn't it, it get, get any better than this. Nope. I don't know if Dak's going to have it. When we say easy, Skip, there are really no easy because those are NFLs. They meet. They practice. Yep. They have coaches. They have good players. Maybe not as many as, as the Cowboys, but they have some good players. Uh, Robert Quinn for the Bears can definitely 
cause uh, uh, Tyler Smith some problems. Yep. He can get after the quarterback. But this game right here, Dak and the Cowboys offensively, yep. whatever mojo they need to get to say, you know what, this is who we are, this is the team. You won't find a better team to get it against than the I, Lions. That, that's why I say I have some pity for him because, man, you want to talk about expectations. Right. Now, the Lions did come up. They're coming off a bye week again. Yeah, okay. Which, and, again, they compete for that coach. You right. know, they they right. seem to play hard. Now, they can him. score some points, too. Now, the question is, because I think they're like third or fourth in, 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 yeah. in, in scoring, it's going to be interesting to see what is the Cowboys – can the Cowboys get after them? Because they can put points on the board, so we're going to see if the Cowboys can neutralize them, and then we'll see what the Cowboys' offense can do against that, that right. poorest Lions defense. And now we're back to the quarterback's best friend is the running game. And Cooper Rush had some best friends here and there, and he had Zeke sort of flashing back in the second half at Philly on Sunday night. Correct. But right now, Zeke is averaging a grand total of 64 yards a game, which is slightly up from the career-low 59 yards right. a game last year. So it's not like he's having a he's, he is having a resurgence, right? But, but it's not exactly yet a bounce back. Either, no, you, right? you you was hoping for something around 80, 85. Yeah, I said 80. I said 80. <laughs> yeah. So 64 is better than better you than 59. Thought. Okay, it's better than 59. But as we keep pointing out, over his career, every year his Yards per game. Yards per game have gone down, 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 down. And now we're in year six, and they're slightly ticked up. But, Skip, you do remember the 1,000 yards for a running back was big when it was a 12-game season. Sure. That's when people are like, oh, he got 1,000 yards, but it was 1,000 yards in 12 games. See O.J. Simpson. Oh, but that was a 14-game season. He got 2,000. He got 2,000. That's what I'm saying. But now all of a sudden – all you got to do is average 64 yards a game. Nobody thinks that a running back that averages 64 yards a game is anything special. Okay. And that's what Zeke is averaging, 64 yards a game. That's not special. Okay. And, by the way, to put it in slightly better perspective, last year, actually, he was 4.2 yards a carry. Now he's 4.1 yards a carry. <laughs> well, it's just not great, man. No. So I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to frame what Dak is coming back to because Cooper Rush's ability and the, the defense rising up, their ability to, to get to four and two without Dak Prescott right. camouflages a bunch of issues. Right. Don Schultz has got a knee injury. Right. I, I don't know what's going on, but he was Dak's security blanket. Is Dak going to have that security no, blanket? No, but Skip, you have to understand. When you look at the Cowboys, you look at what Zeke was early in his career. Skip, there was no, there was no pageantry. There was no tricks. There was no illusion. No. They hand him the ball, and that big offensive line blew you off the line like they did for Emmitt. This is not the San Francisco run game where we're trying to give you an illusion that we're doing something that we're actually not doing just to create hesitation so we can get an angle on you. That's not what the Cowboys are. The Cowboys, they hand the ball to Zeke, they pitch it to Zeke or Pollard, yep. and it says, okay, go blow people off the ball. That's what There's no creativity no. in their run game no. like we see with the 49ers. No, not like that. Totally agree. You made the case that maybe with Cooper Rush getting thrown into the fire against the Bengals at home, that the whole team just took it up a level out of fear that we might get embarrassed by Joe Burrow if Uh we don't take it way up here. So they took it up. The defense took it way up. Is everybody going to rest on their laurels a little bit? Oh, we got our our man back. We got our leader back. We got Dak back in the saddle. Will everybody say, now we're good? Well, you know what happens when you say that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) See see Buccaneers at Steelers last Sunday, right? They'll they'll, you. Hey, you don't think that you don't think Dan Campbell is saying that, Skip? 
They said we push over. They like, oh, this game, this game is over. They're getting Dak back. Oh, they're about to score 50 points on us. They think we're chopped liver. They think, in other words, he said, we their homecoming. Yep. We homecoming for them. Yep, I agree. And we're going to get to this topic in a few <laughs> minutes here. But Jerry Jones, in a shock to me, publicly, harshly condemned Mike McCarthy on his radio show, on Jerry's radio yeah. show, for failing to challenge the C.D. Lamb play where he threw the, the slammed ball the, the ball over mm-hmm. the line. And it looked like a first down to me. I'm right. pretty sure it would have been turned over. And Jerry took him to task publicly. A little bit of a shock, but, but it, it, it again underscores my point. You, you still, Dak, you, you still have to overcome this. Yeah. Because he's just a bump on a log on the sideline. He's, he's a bystander. Man, Skip, we just talked about it two weeks in a row. Jerry said he should get more credit than he's been getting. That's what he just said. Damn, Jerry. Okay, now what? <laughs> okay. But, man, in, in game management, clock management, challenge management, Skip, that's th- this guy's the worst because he's, he's a non-factor. He, he just, he's not even Skip, engaged. We've been saying that. Yes, Skip, we've been saying we, we asked, okay, what's the decision that he made that you can say, you know what, that was a great decision. That was a great challenge. I got one. Because- I got one. <laughs> Dez caught it yeah. at Green Bay. But he wasn't, he, was, he wasn't my coach. He was their coach. Yeah. And, and he had the wherewithal because the, the official – is touchdown. And he I think, Skip, I think the thing was, he's like, what the hell I got to lose? Maybe. If, if I lose the challenge, so what? It's a touchdown either way. But I might win it. Hey, let me throw the flag. Well, maybe he had slept well the night before because he, he wasn't napping on the sideline. I don't know what happened. Actually, the wind was blowing. It yeah. blew it out of his pocket. Okay. And the referee looked maybe. down. And he said, oh, I dropped oh, it. You be- yeah. Oh, you are challenging. <laughs> oh, okay. Right, way to go. Thoughts bet at the line. For this Sunday's game, gentlemen, at seven. Cowboys by seven. How bad was Embiid's scoreless second half in the 76ers' loss last night, gentlemen? They are now Mm 0-2. That's coming up next right here on Undisputed. Rough start for the 76ers. They fell to the Bucks 90-88 to last night. Joel Embiid scoreless in the second half. 0 for 7 from the field, three turnovers. He even declined to speak to reporters after the game. So this means, of course, the 76ers are starting the season 0-2. They take on the Spurs tomorrow. Shannon, how do you explain what's happening to Embiid? Well, I don't think he was aggressive enough. Um, they got to do a better job of getting him involved. But this is what you got to be careful. Say we need James Harden to be James Harden. Because James Harden being James Harden dominates the basketball skip. And then when he gets it going, he was efficient again last night. He was 13 to 24. Now, he didn't shoot the three ball well, 4-4 from the uh, uh, line. Yep. He had 31 points. But he was a plus five. Mm. Joel Embiid was a minus 10. Joel Embiid is going to have to demand the ball. Now, this is a big team. Now, Joel Embiid doesn't have the – yeah, he's, he's a, obviously he's a better player than Brooke Lopez. But Brooke Lopez can bother him with his size. Yeah. And then you bring Giannis. And then you bring 6'11 Giannis. And then you bring 6'10 Bobby Porter. Yep. And then you throw a little Serge Ibaka in I got there. it. So you have – <clears throat> big bodies that can bother him. But zero points in the second half? No, no, no. Joel Embiid can never, he can never, ever have a half, half like that. That's, that's unacceptable mm. for him. But he's going to have to do a better job of demanding the ball, mm. and he's going to have to do a better job of getting himself and get going. Mm. I mean, seven shots, hey, he's a guy that I don't, I mean, he was 6-21, Skip. 6-21. Mm. I don't know. You know, he, he, he's always had this ability, Skip, to, like, drift in and out. You're like, 
does, he, does it really matter to him? Does it mean that much to him? Does, True. does he care? True. And yeah. last night seemed to be like one of those nights where then you have to ask yourself, damn, does it mean – how much does it mean to him? Yeah. Shannon Sharp, I, I, gotta t- I, I was devastated by what I watched last night. You might remember – I picked the Clippers to win it all, but I picked the Sixers to win the East. Mm -hmm. And I don't love my pick after last night because my pick is based on a guy that I do love, that seven-foot monster who is Joel Embiid, who currently is number two in the MVP odds to your man Luka. So a lot of people have high regard for Joel Embiid, and he's always a candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. Right. That's what we're talking about here. We're talking about a top five force in this league right. who completely disappeared last night to the point he just gave up. I'm not going to say quit. He just gave up right. on himself. On, on Look, y- y- you know what it feels like to have a bad day or a yeah, bad night. But yeah. you know what happens. Maybe you dropped a ball. Maybe you dropped two balls in the first half. But if it's a close game in the fourth quarter and they're coming back to big play, I still big play is going to catch it yeah. because you're just going to say, whatever language you want to use, like, <laughs> like I, I, I'm better than this. Yes. I'm going to do this. Right. Because of James Harden in the second half, he was sensational. Yeah. It, it was good old days Harden, <laughs> great that, old days Harden. That's what you got to be careful for, Skip. We will need let James be James. Okay. Well, this is James being James. But they roared all the way back from potential devastation. Yep. To right in the thick of this. And then your man Giannis wasn't having the best night either. So with two minutes left, if we can see what happens, he's got two free throws, Giannis does, to go up to. It's a tie game. If we could see these two shots by Giannis, this is when I said the door is open because this looked like bad old day Giannis because that was way wide right. And then the next one is just gagged because it barely touches the the front of the rim. Mm -hmm. That's bad old days Giannis because it looked like he had fixed that, which he mostly last year had. But now it's getting dicey in Philly, and the crowd's screaming your, their, their lungs out at you, and he missed those two. And I'm thinking, okay, Joel, now, now it's time. And he shrinks, and he shrinks some more. He, he took two shots and missed them both in the fourth, fourth quarter. quarter. He had one rebound in the fourth quarter. As you said, he was a minus 10 for the game. What was he in the fourth quarter? He was a, a zero right. in the fourth quarter because they, they were all, like Harden was a plus 11 in the fourth quarter because right. they were on a roll. Okay. Joel played, he only played six minutes in the, yeah. second, okay. in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Okay, so now we get to the flashpoint of the whole game. And, and they just say, okay, Joe, it's you. It's you. you, you, you now, now take it home. Mm-hmm. Game's tied. Take it home. And if we could see, they swing it over to Joel on the wing. And he hesitates until the double team comes. And once the double team comes, you're you're cooked. you you got no choice. But go. Now go now. Not until they they come. And at the last second, he tries a skip pass all the way across the court that should have been Milwaukee's ball because it went off Tyrese's fingertips. It went off his fingertips, but they didn't have a timeout left, so they couldn't challenge. But the point is – he, he turns that. That's Joel Embiid on the wing with Brooke Lopez. Hey, any other moment of any other game, he's just licking chops. He's right. just saying, here I go. It's like Kawhi on Westbrook. I'm just going to go do this. Right. Well, that's Joel Embiid. And you could just see he lost all his confidence in himself. This is where you redeem. This is where you say, I- I'm a top five player. I- I'm going to 
I'm at least going to get to the free throw line. Right. Let, let me look at his free throws here because that was the shocker here. Joel Embiid managed to shoot three free throws for the whole night. That tells you wasn't aggressive. What? Three free throws. He led the league by far in free throw attempts last year. Mm-hmm. Led by far. Yep. That's what he does. That's where he does his damage. Yep. He's, he's a 14 out of 15 guy. Yep. Sometimes he's a 19 out of 22 guy. Yeah. He just gets to the free throw line. Correct. Well, go get to the line yeah. on Brooke Lopez. You, you tell me you're afraid to even try to do that? Yep, he's afraid. But, Skip, the, the problem that I have, look, you're going to have a bad game. Everybody's had bad games. But you got to be man enough to face them. You got to face it. Don't duck out on them. No, he does. Because if you'd have had a fifty-point night, you'd have been up there key, key, keying and cracking jokes you and smiling right. from ear to ear. You got it right. So when you have a bad game, Ooh. be man enough to stand up for the media and say, "Guys, hey, I didn't play well tonight." But you best believe the next game, somebody's gonna feel it. That's that. that, that skip that. That's I, a I part it. of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these guys here, they only want to talk when things go well. And yep. then when they don't, they don't want to talk. And then, oh, 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 you know this and that. No, bro, just own it. You didn't play well. It happens. You're not the first. You won't be the last superstar player that yep. doesn't play well. But don't don't go run and hide and get dressed and, and, and get out of there before the media can get a, an opportunity to question you. Don't do that. You know, his pride was, was stinging, seething. Yeah. Because he, he got booed heavily last night. But as you talked about, Laker Nation yeah. out here at the Crypt. It's, if, you, if you stink it up, they're going to let you hear about yeah. it, right? Yeah. And they did. They were booing him all night long. Yeah, and they should have. I, yep. I, mean, I mean, I've been booed before. We, As a matter of fact, hell, I was booing them too. They didn't hear me. I was like, boo, yeah, yeah. we suck. Yeah, they, yeah. We, we suck. We sure do. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate to break it to you. Without the ball, boy, hell, we getting booed all the time. Skip, you go five weeks without scoring a touchdown, you, you best believe they're going to boo you. But guess what? You got to – hey, but you stand before the media. Hey, guys, we, we're not good right now. We're struggling right now. Mm. We've got to be better. I've got to be better. It's my job to make sure these guys are ready to play. Joel, hey, I had a bad game. It won't happen again. I need to be more aggressive. You see the free throw is the only shot three. Tell me I wasn't aggressive enough. Now, this is a big team. They're a very good – Milwaukee's a very good defensive team. They are. Because they're so big. Yep. And you see how they, you see they, they make you throw them all over the top of them because when they stand up, look at Brooke Lopez. He's 7-1. You look at Giannis 6-11, Bobby Porter. That's why it's so hard to score against them because now when they bring the double team, it's, skip, it's not like they're bringing a 6-8 and a 6-9 guy to double team Joel Embiid. They got a 7-1 and a 6-11 guy doubling. Okay. Now to my final nitpick, rooting for the Sixers as I was <laughs> last night to at least get to 1-1 one and, one and say we beat a very good basketball team. So after the play in question, where the ball goes out of bounds, should have been the Bucks right. ball, they get to inbound it again. Philly does. And James drives it because James said, I've seen enough of Joel. Right. It's my turn, and here I go. And Drew Holiday is on him. And if we could see what happened near the rim, I- I'm calling a foul here. This is just me because Drew gets beaten a little bit, and he's not set. Right. And he body fouls him. He hits him hard because Drew is, is built, man. Mm-hmm. He, he, he brings he, – he, carries some weight, and he hits James and knocks him completely off his shot. To me, that's a foul. Right. And it's James Harden, and you can say they're fouls that you've earned just on reputation. And, and again, it might have been close, but I'm calling the foul. Maybe four or five years ago, he definitely would have got okay, that Okay, maybe that's what's happened. <laughs> you know, Skip, they, they, they've instituted Harden rules because a lot of the flailing, Skip, you know how you used to get his hands in there and throw the ball and, they say, man, we can't have you shooting 22, 23 free throws a night. 
He wasn't flailing. He just went up for what was going to be a, a layup type of a shot off the glass. Right. And Drew Holiday is beaten for a half second. And, and then he scrambles. He's still moving and just body fouls him and knocks him off his right. spot. Well, that's that's a foul. Nah, we ain't gonna yeah. The referee said we ain't bailing you out. Well, they didn't bail him, and they didn't bail out Joel, and they didn't bail out Doc Rivers. And I gotta tell you, if this continues like this, Doc, Doc seat's gonna start getting hotter yeah. and hotter because it it didn't look right to me last night. There's still too much. Your turn, my turn. There's yeah. not enough ball movement. Skip, they only got 13. Skip, six has got to get more on the bench. Remember, it was the bench the other night that let them down. Mm-hmm. They got 13 points. Yeah. That ain't gonna get. That ain't gonna cut it. Thirteen points ain't gonna cut it. You supposed to have improved that. You had. You added more. Uh, uh, Danelle House, DeAnthony Melton. You got Trez Harrell. Yeah. And and Shake is still there. And I don't know what happened. He's in the doghouse because yeah. he doesn't even get in the game. Court Moss is Court Moss can really shoot, and yeah. he didn't get in the game. They're gonna have to start going to those guys. You got to go to something. Whew. Well, I thought Joel was the leader of this team because James is not a leader. He's just a, right. he just sort of plays in his own space. Well, leaders obviously, when things go bad, they, they stand they, up and talk. That, that is correct. Bingo. That's what I hated the most about it. That's that's what disappointed me the most was he ghosted. He ghosted in the game and after the game. Maybe it's a situation he'll learn from and bounce back. Skip to your point about James Harden. He has been on fire, 31 and 35 points in those two games, and he flirted hard with triple doubles. Wow. If Embiid can get it going, they could be a dynamic duo. Mm-hmm. All right, Skip. Your boy Tom Brady, I think he might Uh-oh, have just hit it. Go. He's got several more years in the tank. Hmm. We're going to tell you what he said next, and you don't want to miss it. Sit at 500, 3 and 3 on the season. That most recent loss versus the Steelers. But the quarterback not going anywhere. Here's what TB12 had to say when asked about speculation he might retire mid-season. There's been a couple of national talking heads speculating that, you know, Tom is not even going to finish out the season. And I've tried to, like, say that's got to be crazy. I mean, we're here all the time. Can you? Well, that's really why I'm here. I'm here to announce, (laughs) finally, you guys push me to the brink. And, uh, no, I think, you know, I think a lot of it for me is just us going out there to, you know, I love the sport and I love the teammates and, and, uh, you know, I want to go do a great job for this team like I always have. So, no retirement in my future. Well, we've got the best quote-unquote talking heads in the business. So, mm-hmm. Shannon, weigh in here. Does Brady's performance on the field suggest he should be considering retirement? Well, I think he wanted to clear the air. The people actually thought the man was going to retire in the middle of the season, Skip. And I think he wanted to clear that up. Like, I'm, there's no retirement in my near future. I'm sure that at, once you get to that age, you assess everything after the season. But he's like, damn, y'all actually think I'm going to walk, y'all actually think I'm going to walk away mid-season. But, Skip, why should he stop playing when he gets no blame? Tom Brady is the first great player that all great players that I've ever covered, and I was an okay player, they didn't compare me to the tight ends that were playing. They compared me to a younger version of myself. Tom Brady now doesn't get compared to a younger version of himself when he was historically and transcendent great. He get compared to other quarterbacks. Well, Shannon, look at what he's doing in comparison to this guy. Look at what he's doing in comparison to that guy. He's the only guy that's ever done that. They didn't do that with Jordan. They didn't do that with Kobe. They said, they're not them younger self. That's what greatness is. When you're great like Tom Brady, you get compared to a younger version of you. 
not to these guys that's currently playing because you're the standard. But wait, has anybody ever played to 45 at this level? Skip, that's my, you're making my point. You can, it's not the age that matters. He's still Tom Brady. So is he not Tom, was he Tom Brady at 20, 37 and not Tom Brady at 45 or is he Tom Brady? And we compare him to when he was doing what, look at what he's doing now, Skip. We compared him like, well, look at what that guy's doing. He's better than such and such. Really? We actually compare Tom Brady to a guy that's currently playing right now. Really? Because Skip Bayless tells me all the time, he's got seven Super Bowls. He won six of them a game-winning drive, and he's did this. He got 80,000 yards. He's got this many completions. He's got this many wins. And we compare him to guys of today mm. and not a younger version of his greatness self. Mm. He's the guy that gets that. Even when he doesn't play well, we make excuses. You said Tom Brady beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. You never mentioned his offensive line that, Tom, that Patrick Mahomes was playing with five new starters on the offensive line. Tom Brady, all you do is talk about Lou Gettyke, and you talk about Kedzie, and you talk about this guy, you talk about that guy. You don't mention anything about Tom's play. You said about the reason why he's not playing well is because this, 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 and this. Hmm. He never gets any blame. So why would he stop playing? Tell me when it's my turn. Take off. Thank you. First of all, I stand by what I predicted. Tom Brady is going to go win his eighth Super Bowl. I believe that. I stand by it. I think they're going to take off. They have another dangerous game because they're playing the dumpster fire that is Carolina at Carolina. Right. But the defense is still intact, and the defense at Carolina has been pretty decent. Well, you got a team like that, Skip, you got to jump on. That's what made him stay with Pittsburgh. You didn't jump on them early. I got it. Okay, so it's just sort of like Dak against the Lions. Brady now is going to have to get up off the mat and go to Carolina. They're 10.5 point favorites, and you better go make a statement. You better launch, relaunch your, your Super Bowl campaign. It's why you came back. So, no, I don't think he's going to walk away at midseason, <laughs> although that would be music to your ears. No, 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 okay. no, 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 don't quit on, don't right, quit on right, you guys okay. midstream, Skip. All right, here's my issue with, with the way you're viewing the way Tom has played so far. You keep calling it he's played bad, badly, if we want to be mm-hmm. grammatically correct. <laughs> and I don't say that he's played greatly. I just say he's been average even by his standards, by his youngest, greatest standard. He's been average so far. But I don't see bad the way you see bad. Let me ask you a question. Did Patrick Mahomes play bad last year with 4,800 yards and 37 well, touchdowns? I told you, all of his numbers were down in every category. But, there you go, right there. Okay? Every number that Tom Brady's down is down for a third, for, since he was 13, the lowest QBR since they started tracking QBR in 2006. Have, we, have we played 17 yet? Skip. I'm played just, six. Skip. Patrick Mahomes was bad through 17. Think about it. He was graded 13th overall by Pro Football think Focus about, through 17 Think games. about how many touchdowns Tom Brady's on schedule, on pace to throw for. The man's on pace to throw for 20 touchdowns. Would that be bad? Would that be downright awful? Mm. Disgusting? Terrible? Despicable? Depends I, what the record is. See? Patrick Mahomes had the number one seed. That was the number one seed. That had he the lost at home to Joe see, Burrow. You see, you changed it again. I didn't you, change you, it. No, you didn't. No, yes, you that's didn't. a fact. Hold on. Tom, hold on. Patrick Mahomes, what was Patrick Mahomes' record? 13 and 4. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, 13 and 4 and 12 and 5. Mm-hmm. He threw for 4,800 yards and 37 touchdowns. Okay, you said that was a that bad year. I said, well, Tom Brady's on pace to throw for 20 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. What's his record? Is 12 and 5 bad? Is 13 and 4 bad with 4,800 yards and 37 touchdowns? You see what you just did? You want to bet he throws for more touchdowns than no. 20? I'll take over on that. You, you want to, he, he throws for 30, he throws for more. He throws, hold on. 
So by your estimation, if he doesn't do what he did last year, 43 touchdowns over 5,000 yards, that's a bad year. That's what you did with Patrick Mahomes. All I care about is the final record and do they have home field through the playoffs and they still have a shot. Hold on. Patrick Mahomes had all of that. Mm-hmm. He had home field. He had he had a great record. But you said he had a down year. So why won't you use that as the same standard for Tom? Well, I am using it. I, I, we're only six games in. They're three and three. Okay. They might just take off. You never know. Okay. Right? I think they will. I think they're going to win out. I don't see a game that they're going to lose on the you schedule. You didn't skip. Okay, if I'd have put it to you six games into the season, would you have said their record was going to be three and three? No, okay. obviously, because I thought they would at least win at Pittsburgh. But I thought the opening those games were hard. So let's look at what happened. They have to play Micah Parsons, 11 from heaven, in the opener on the road at Jerry World. It's, it's not that easy. And so what did he put up, 19 points? That, that's not bad against Micah's defense, right? Do you remember the pass that he threw to Julio Jones? You say he's, he's like rag arm now, right? And I think How many of those have, have you seen? Yeah. Do we have to it's, throw to Julio? Remember, this is the last I saw Julio that I can recall. But he went bombs away to Julio Jones in the opener. This is on opening night. I, I don't know. This looked like vintage, younger days Tom Brady. That was pretty great. And that's pretty much the last yeah, I saw Julio. Yeah, uh, yeah Skip, I want you hold on. Do me a favor. Run this back. Run this back one time. Now, I want you to tell me the quarterback, if he gets this kind of protection, couldn't throw that ball. I want you to tell me the quarterback that if he got that kind of protection. Oh, boy, that's a sweet throw. It's right on the button. And it's about <laughs> 50 yards in the air. He just does it effortlessly. Bad is bad. Huh? This man okay. like that, he like he gold here in Fort okay. Knox and, with protection. And that was supposed to be his new deep threat, and that's pretty much the last we saw of Julio Jones. As you predicted, he's just going to get hurt. He's going to pull something, and it seems like he pulled everything, <laughs> including his knee. I, I don't know what happened to him. So then he has to go to New Orleans against a team in the regular season he could not beat. It's his nemesis. It, it's his kryptonite. And he goes down there, and it's 3-3 three to three in the middle of fourth quarter. And, and, and he, what happened? Tell he, me what happened. He has what? to throw to Perriman, to, to Bashard Perriman, if we'd see the throw at New Orleans. This is the play of the game. And he, he moves a little left and throws it all the way back across the field and just throws a laser right. to Perriman in the back corner, of the, the far corner of the end zone. That breaks the game open 10-3. to three. Oh, no, whoa, okay. whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. And then on the next possession, Jameis Winston comes in and does yeah. what? Okay, but that, that was the game breaker right there. Uh, that was six. the end of it. Okay, yeah. I got it. it, it was, okay, he couldn't score. It was 3-3 yeah. three, three midway through the four. Mm-hmm. But what was Tampa's defense doing? To ta- what was Tampa's defense doing to New Orleans? Okay. It wasn't like they had twenty points at that point either. Okay, but remember, the last time he played against the New Orleans Saints, he lost nine to nothing. Skip, last a, year in December, he lost nine Skip, to why, nothing. Skip, why do you do that? You well, know, I'm just saying. Skip, you know each year is a different okay. year. Well, you can't transport last year into this year. Okay, yeah, so then here come the Packers. So look at this opening schedule. You got to go at Dallas, then you got to go at arch rival and nemesis, then you got Packers at home. And what do you do to the Packers? The year? What do you do to the Packers? The, the, Two, two years two ago. ago. What did you do to him at the age okay. of place? Well, and that's why they came in saying, watch this, because that's a revenge game for Green Bay. Skip, they scored 14 points. Okay. But, but I'm just saying they came in with a defense that, as we speak, it has allowed the fifth fewest yards in the National Football League. And I'm not saying it's a great defense, but it's a decent defense. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. So you said it's a decent defense. Yeah. So what is Tom Brady? Is Tom Brady great? No. So you mean to tell me Tom Brady, the greatness of Tom Brady can't be the decent defense? Would you believe that – when it was time to do what Tom Brady always does, the old washed-up, noodle-arm Tom Brady, 
moved 89 yards in 13 plays against the Green Bay Packers, throwing mostly yeah. to a slot receiver who has to split out and be his Skip. primary wide receiver Skip. in Russell Skip. Gage. That's 89 and 13 you plays. You cannot hold Tom Brady to the same standard you heard tell to Tim Tebow because that's what you said about Tim Tebow. When it was come time to do what he needed to do, Tim Tebow did that. That's Tom bleeping Brady. Okay. And you're giving him the same – you're giving him the uh, – uh, he is simply the clutchest player I've ever seen in any sport, including Michael Jordan, only because Michael didn't have as many opportunities as Brady's had in the AFC Championship games, NFC Championship games, and all those. Has Super he Bowls. been clutch this year? I'm not seeing that was clutch. See what you that do, was clutch you to do, throw see. to Russell Gage to to score the touchdown that put you in position to go for two to tie, and then what does his new center do? Snap the ball. Snap the ball. No. Delay a game. What did the quarterback Delay do? What did the quarterback do? Well, what did the, he's trying to uh, – okay, then. Okay. Well, he's a genius is what he is, but you give him <laughs> no respect for that. And then he, here we go. Kansas City. Look at what Brady does against Kansas City. He has the ball for only 21 minutes. Patrick has it for 39 minutes, and Brady throws for 385, three touchdowns, no picks, and he's washed up. I don't get it. I don't whoa, whoa, get whoa, it. I don't get it. Okay, let me ask you a question. How many of those touchdowns, how many of those yards came when they had the lead or they were in the school? He's within the, the school? comeback king. No one's ever come back like Tom Brady. Yeah. Whoa, 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 okay. whoa. Why are you coming back? Okay, but this is bad. See, this is where he's playing bad. Then he goes to Atlanta. Atlanta's the, sort of a surprise No, Atlanta team, was right? there. Atlanta, Atlanta was no, in I'm saying, I'm saying right. he has to play Atlanta. And it's, when he, when they, Atlanta got robbed, okay, they'd, they'd, won, they'd won two straight games. Atlanta was hot coming in. Brady goes 35 of 52 for 352, a touchdown and no picks. No picks in either on. one of those you games. You mean to tell that man threw for 352 yards yeah. with one touchdown? Okay, but w- w- what does that mean? That's what okay. you told me. That's yeah. what you tell me okay, but, all the time. But you throw for him, you run for him, whatever. The man got eight touchdowns. The man got eight touchdowns in six games. Yeah, and then at Pittsburgh, I showed you on Monday, he made some throws at Pittsburgh that were just sensational. But he made, and he made some throws that he skipped in the good okay, guy. All right, he did. But in okay. the end, they, the, the defense allowed Mitch Trubisky See? See? to convert See? four straight thirds. Do you know what they were? They were four straight. It was third and 13, third and six, third and 15, third and 11. That's Mitch Trubisky. If you get Brady the ball back, they're going to win that game. Well, you so, know it and I know So Brady was, if I'm not mistaken, Brady was what, 3 of 10, 3 of 11 on third down? So he had the ball. So yeah. why didn't he cash well, he didn't, his third? He, he didn't why didn't he, he, ca- he cash his third downs like Mitch Trubisky did? Yeah, did you see the throw to uh, that, that Otten at the end of the game was as they were going for the touchdown that to cut the lead yeah. down? Remember, it was third and what was third and four at the 45. I think we have that play. I don't know if we have time to show it. But the, the last throw to Otten. It, it's big time, man. What it's happened? to a rookie re- tight end what because happened? he's lost Cameron Bray. What happened? Right? Did he drop it? Okay, or, the guy, or, the, or the guy or the guy knocked it down? No. To Otten, he caught it. He fit it through a tight window. Okay. It, was, it was a clutch throw, man. I mean, you got 18 points against yeah. a team without five starters. Yeah. Five okay, starters. I got it. it was the, they didn't show up. They took him not seriously. Whoa, 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 whoa. But he's the leader. Okay. Now, you, now, you see what you he, did? He, he's you had, give it. No, he's no, 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 no. stinkers every year. No, 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 no. Every I'm not talking about that. have a stinker. Uh, everybody talks about the greatness of his leadership. Now he doesn't show up. Who's that on? That's on him. Okay. I agree. Because okay. well, he went Friday okay. night to Kraft Oh! Yeah. Whoa! I, you mean to tell me the guy that loves football more than anybody ever? I didn't defend it. I criticized what? it. Okay, but guess what? <laughs> he's still here, and he's not going home. No, I, I didn't he's expect that. I didn't expect that. I don't want him to go home. home. You, man, you can't leave in the middle of the season. Mm. You got us in this. We done built our team around no, no, you. But when you're playing bad, says the Hall of Famer Shannon Sharp, you should just quit. There have been a lot of people that played bad. You're washed. Ain't no, you're there washed. ain't nobody leaving in the middle of the season. Stop washed. that. Stop that. Washed. I, but says, you, 
than Shannon Sharp. But you don't. Oh, I, he's I not playing. He's not playing bad. Absolutely, he's uh, playing bad. Playing bad by whose standards? Hold on. He's twelfth in touchdown passes. Yeah. Is that good? Yeah. I, I just showed you what he's been doing, and he what's hasn't had his receivers all year. What's his, Q- no, his QBR? Yeah. Is that good? Because no. everything is QBR. Now all of a sudden QBR. I haven't. Hold on. Have y'all heard Skip Bayless mention QBR this year? Okay. Now one time has he mentioned it. Have you, you know heard Shannon Sharp take a stand on what's going to happen to Brady's team this year? Because he won't. Because I, he's scared I already to did. death. I already did. I didn't pick him. Scared to hold death. On. You remember? We had to pick who we thought was going. Hold on. We had to pick who we thought was going to represent each conference in the yes, Super Bowl. I've already done that. Okay. So I don't need to stand on anything else. Okay. I want to know why you don't mention QBR or anything. That used to be your goal, standing QBR you, you, was everything. You, you picked the Rams to okay. represent the NFC. Right? And I could be wrong. Okay. Like you just told me it's only six well, games. I, I picked the Bucks, and I'm not going to be wrong. You, 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 you told me yeah. you was wrong last year. Yeah. Well, I was almost right. No, you no, 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 almost. Yeah. I was all, well, I'm almost right. Yeah. But I'm just yeah. saying, Scale Baylor, why don't you mention QBR? Why is the QBR an important stat anymore? I, well, okay, you you got me, but we're only six games in. We got a long way to so go. So are you telling me Tom Brady would be top five in QBR? When all all I'm telling done? you is, for six straight years, you have tried to send him home, and you're going to be unsuccessful for a seventh year. Although at some point in your life, you're going to be right because as we see the commercials, LeBron versus Father Time, you, you can't beat him. In the end, LeBron can't hold him off, and trust me, Brady what eventually. LeBron, what LeBron, no, no, no. There's a difference between being a quarterback and being well, protected and LeBron having to play both ends of the yep. court and get up and down. So that don't don't compare the two. They're not comparable. Well, I got it. But Tom Brady took a beating at Pittsburgh, a beating. Uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. He took a beating. Well, he did. And I you couldn't know tell. I, know. I could. So that's, what, so that's why he was playing bad? He took a no, beating? No, that's why he was screaming at the two kids in his uh, offensive line. You're better than that. Did, did, did Patrick Mahomes ever do that? Mm. Has Patrick Mahomes? Never screamed at his lineman face. No, but he lost to Brady in a Super Bowl. See? He lost to Brady in an AFC See? Championship game, and he lost to. Wait a second, Joe Burrow in no, a look, championship did, game. Did, did, did Patrick Mahomes just went that? He done gone to your house twice and kick your butt. As a matter of fact, he did it three times. He went to your house three times in New England. He went to your house, kick your butt. Yeah. He went to Tampa twice, kick your butt. Who won the playoff games? My, oh, I thank you. Baby, I thank you, Baby Mahomes. Oh, guess Jen, old, case closed. Oh, guess old baby Mahomes. Uh, yeah, case closed. He had a ball on the sideline. He yeah, was old okay. baby. Yeah, he, he, he was still nursing. It's okay. It's okay. But he didn't get him this year, though, did he? Uh, yeah. Eight touchdowns and six games for Tom Brady. Eight. And right now, That's it. fifth most in passing yards <laughs> in the We're NFL. We're just getting but guys, started. It's going to be a long year. How many times year. have we seen him <laughs> flip the switch at the end of a season? Very possible. All right, moving on. Did last night's abysmal offensive performance by Russell Westbrook spell the end of his time with the Lakers? That's coming up next here on Undisputed. Russell Westbrook 0 for 11 in the Lakers 103 to 97 loss to the Clippers last night. Also, Darvin Ham said he and Westbrook have moved on from bringing Russ off the bench. This after Russ suggesting it caused a hamstring injury in the preseason. Now, despite starting 0-2, the Lakers not making any changes to the team until after Thanksgiving. That, according to Woj. Shannon, how much longer is Russell Westbrook a Laker? And if he is the whole season, how long does he remain a starter? Skip, I don't see this trade happening anytime soon, and I don't know what you're waiting for. What, Skip, if you didn't want to trade, if you didn't trade Russ in the offseason, you think teams are going to see you struggling. And says, you know what, guys, Lakers, you're struggling. And we don't want to see the Lakers struggle. Y'all mean too much to the NBA. So you know what? Here it is. 
We'll take Russ off your hand. You keep the picks. Obviously, now they're going to try to fleece you for even more. They're going to say, you know what? We want us to throw it a couple of players also. True. So I, I, I don't get this. I don't. We're going to wait to Thanksgiving. You know, you don't have to wait to Thanksgiving. You know what? I was just in Whole Foods the other day. They got turkeys. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can buy turkey right now. You don't have to wait to Thanksgiving to get no damn turkey. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait to Thanksgiving to trade Russell Westbrook if, that were, if that's your intentions. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. I don't know what – look, mm. if your quarterback is the best player on your team, you build your offense around what the quarterback does really well. If LeBron James is your best player and you see what he's done, LeBron James has won championship with shooters. Yep. You look at what he had in Cleveland. He had Ke- uh, Kevin Love can shoot. Kyle Corbin can shoot. J.R. Smith can shoot. Yep. Channing Fry can shoot. Yep. That's what they had. You go back to Miami. From Ray Allen to Mike Miller to Battier, oh. they had shooters. Oh. Rob Palenka, do you understand how, what it really takes to build a team? Your two best players need shooters to space the floor. So LeBron comes down, Skip, giving guys great looks. We just got to knock those shows down. You're not mm. capable of that. Mm. I'm just basically on what I've seen over the last five, six years is what you've been in the league. You haven't consistently knocked down those shots. So you expect me to think when the expectations are higher, you're going to do something that you haven't done for your entire career? I just got to base it on what I've seen. Skip, that's what you say. You say, you know what, Shannon, from what I've seen from Tom Brady, mm. you'll overcome this. Mm. You know what, Skip? You're probably right. It's hard, to de- it's hard to deny that. But when you've seen guys never consistently knock down those shots, yeah. now they get with the Lakers. Now with the expectations are greater, they're going to start all of a sudden, they're going to flip the script, and they're going to start knocking down those shots. They absolutely are not. And by, this, by Thanksgiving, if you don't make a move by Thanksgiving, you're going to be out of playoff contention. Because mm. you're hoping for the play-in right now. The way you're currently constructed and the I way agree. you're playing, you're playing for the play-in. You're going to be so far out of it, you're going to have to go 20-3 and three just to get back to the play-in contention. Mm. Man, they, look, Skip, he's not coming off the bench. He made such a step. Why we, Skip, every time Russ makes up, we got to have a conversation. I'm tired of talking. Mm. This is what I say. I ain't never had a coach talk so much to me. He said, Shannon, you're going to play this. This is the position you're going to play. Boom, done with it. Shannon, this is how many minutes you're going to play. Boom, you're done with it. Yep. Why every time Russ get upset, we got to have a conversation with him. Hey, Russ, hey, come in. Let me talk to you, bro. Yeah. Hey, Russ, sit down. Let me talk to you. Hey, let me talk. Damn, aren't you tired of talking? Mm. Okay. I hear everything you just said. I stand by what I said before all this started. It's hard to watch with him in the middle of it. I feel for LeBron. I feel for AD. I feel for Darvin Ham having to coach this. It's psychologically debilitating to have Russ in the middle of it because even if he tries hard for a stretch on defense, as he did late last night, he's not known for playing defense no. at all. And all of a sudden, he sucks it up and gets mad because he's 0 for 11. Watch this. Okay? He knows. Yeah, you, he you knows. can't be 0 for 11 and be a yeah. turn style on defense. Okay. So, Darvin Ham, I don't understand because I, I loved the new approach. I'm the new sheriff in town. I've been doing this for 26 years. Well, he must league. be got one of the more Herschel Walker badges. Yeah. He's talking about he the new sheriff. That no, I, don't. I know. That's true. <laughs> I no, that, good point. Good, good line. So I'm thinking, wait a second. You, last Friday, just last Friday, you demoted this man publicly. You made sure there was a woge bomb demoting him publicly. But no, wait a second. You've realigned. You've realigned. But he got demoted to the second team, or so we thought. Right. And on Friday night, right on schedule, he does not see the light of play until, I don't know, six minutes into the game. Right. 
and he plays for five minutes and he misses two more three-point shots and he turns it over two more times and then all of a sudden he's walking up the tunnel. It looks like he's got a little gimpy limp going. I don't know what it is. And he's got a hamstring pull. But then he's fine for the opener. I I picked the Lakers to upset Golden State on ring night because I thought Russ had a hamstring pull and he wasn't going to be around. Nope, he's in the start back in the he's starting lineup. Well, wait a second, Darvin, you crumbled. Yeah. Well, what about the Woj bomb? What what just happened? And I'm thinking, well, did Genie and Polinka say you can't do that? We have to showcase him for a potential trade by Thanksgiving. Right. To your point. Well, are they showcase? Maybe they tried to showcase in the opener, and now obviously last night, no, the home opener, so to speak, against the Clippers. And it didn't work right. because he had four ugly, like laughable, comical turnovers at Golden State, which we showed a clip of. And then last night, you're showcasing him in the starting lineup, and you're again playing him. How many did he last last night? 27 minutes and 22 seconds. Still big minutes, starter minutes, and he goes 0 for 11. Well, how's that helping his trade value? It's killing it. Right. He has no trade value. Well, Skip, it's not, it's not like it was at an all-time high to begin yeah. with. No, no, I, I got it. But what you thought you could salvage, Darvin Ham? What was the mandate when he was hired? Your mandate is to fix the Russ problem. You can't, we both agreed. The it's only unfixable. Person, the only person that can fix that is Russ. Yeah, well, that's the only person that can fix that. And I don't know if he can fix it in this situation because I think now it's unattainable. Yeah. I think the thing is that Russ doesn't want to be there. The fans don't want him to be there. He's lost confidence in his ability to play well in yeah. that environment. Right. And that environment has not. It says, look. We can't win with him. We just need to move on. We just need to cut bait. Yeah. Sometimes, Skip, you just, hey, I'm hooked. I can, I, you know, we've all been fishing. We get hooked on something on the bottom. My grandma said, boy, just cut the line and, and reel it in. And you, where you're stuck. It's yeah, not you, a fish. Yeah, you ain't you no just, fish. You, no, no, no. You no, no. Just, I got, Skip, I've just, been there. You just, just got to cut. Just cut just, bait. That's, just cut that's bait. where that, that came that's from. That's where the term come from. And what, what just killed me after the game, they asked Russ, how, how did you think you played? And he said, solid. Played hard. All you can ask for. Go on to the next one. You played solid. You were 0 for 11. You have to own some of it. But he he's so delusional about his greatness, he owns none of it. Right. And you, you can't tell me, when he goes 0 for 11, that that doesn't – it's contagious the, the negative mm-hmm. way, where everybody thinks, we can't shoot. Yes. Well, he can't shoot. It, 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 it affects the – Excuse me. It, it's, it's, been, right. it's been games. I've had games like right. Russ where yeah. I didn't catch the ball well, yeah. but I knew I better block my ass off because yeah. there were times that I caught the well ball well and I didn't play. I didn't block very well. Yeah. So if I didn't block very well, I knew I better go ahead and get me a couple of touchdowns and 100 yards receiving. Agreed. So Russ knew. 0 for 11, man, I better be – I better be – whoo. I better be Gary Payton on defense this fourth mm-hmm. quarter. And he he was sensational. I've, ne- I've never seen Russ play better defense than what he played in that fourth. Well, goal. I have never seen play a whole lot of defense. Period. <laughs> okay, okay, touche, touche. Shannon, next up for your Lakers, the Portland Trail Blazers. And speaking of playing, AD is expected to be a go despite that back injury he suffered versus the Clippers. All right, up next, Jerry Jones. It's no surprise here. He's being straightforward with his criticism of Mike McCarthy. You don't want to miss what he said. That's next on Undisputed. (laughs) In Jerry Jones's weekly radio appearance on 105.3 The Fan, he said it was a mistake that Mike McCarthy did not challenge when CeeDee Lamb was ruled short after a third down play Sunday night and the Cowboys lost to the Eagles. Jerry said, quote, 
We need to look at that and say, let's not do that again. All right, Shannon, on a scale of one to ten, how surprised are you that Jerry was so publicly critical of McCarthy? Can I go lower than one? Can I go negative ten? Seriously? Yeah. I'm not surprised at all because, Skip, although he's the owner, Jerry's on the roller coaster like a fan. When things are going good, he, ah, yeah, it's, I'm surprised that Mike McCarthy has not received more credit than what he's getting. Call it an injustice. That's what he's saying. Injustice. And now we've turned around and flip side. They lose a game. And now that was the sole reason they lost that game, because he didn't challenge that. Hmm. Mike McCarthy knows he's just a figurehead. He has this job because he allows Jerry to emasculate him and say things and insult him just yep. like he did in this situation. Yep. So Jerry got people fooled thinking he'll know a lot more about football than what he actually does. Will McClay has done a great job of saying it, writing it out in something that Jerry can understand. And Jerry go over and read it and come out there and have these people fooled. He got, he, he got people fooled. And so, no, I am not surprised in the least. I don't think anybody's surprised. Well, first of all, this is who Jerry is. Like I said, Skip, he's, Jerry is the owner, smart businessman, but he's more fan. Most of the time, the owners, they don't ride the, they don't ride the fan roller coaster. Mm-hmm. They understand it's going to be ebbs and flows to the game yep. or to the season, and they just ride it out. They don't get too high. They don't get too low. That's why a lot of times you see the owners, for the most part, they just, okay, we happy. You know, they get a little high five. But Jerry, that's true. He high-fiving everybody up in the suite, Skip. I got I got it. So, so no, I'm not surprised, and I'm going to be shocked if you're surprised (laughs) because you know it way better than I do. I'm pleasantly surprised to the point I'm shocked because just a week ago he's saying it's an injustice that that he doesn't get more credit. He deserves a a huge portion of the credit for us getting to what were they, four and one, going to Philadelphia. Correct. The reason I'm pleasantly shocked is, what do you tell me about criticism? You're fine with it if, if Mike Shannon wanted to call you into his office right. and ream you out. Right. That's fine. But if Mike did it, if he reamed you to the media, you're, you're not going <laughs> to yeah, love it. Yeah, you, everything okay? that you told the media, you could have told me. Okay, so <laughs> this Mike, as in McPenalty, as I call him, or McCarthy, or please drop the mic, Jerry didn't call him in and ream him. He did it on his radio show. He took him to the woodshed right. publicly right, and paddled him on the behind. <laughs> he did. And I was shocked by this because it was the first crack in the foundation. Do I think he has huge respect? No, I never did. But because he knows that Mike will do his bidding. He'll Correct. do whatever he says to do. Fine. He is the ultimate puppet coach. Yes. But when J- Jerry's no fool, and, and he knows when he harshly criticizes his game management on his radio show, very publicly, that then Cowboy Nation is is going to say, "Well, see, yeah, Jerry, you're right. What are we doing with this guy?" Right. I think it was the first crack in the foundation for Jerry to say, I- "I'm not sure what I'm doing with this guy because I'm thinking he's becoming a liability because this isn't the first time he's missed no. the challenge, Mm-mm. and it probably won't be the last Correct. time." And Jerry used the pejorative we. You know, we won't let this happen again, okay? Well, you ain't got no buzz. You ain't got no red flag. So I know, but Jerry coaches the coach. Exactly. That's what Al Davis taught him to do in 1989. You have to coach the coach. Unfortunately for Jerry, Al was a coach. Coach. You know, he was actually a coach. He was everything. And, And I will tell you this about Jerry Jones. I did spend a lot of time around him. 
For a guy who played college football at a fairly high level, he was a starting offensive guard right. for a national championship team at Arkansas. Right. So he played college football at a pretty high level. Right. He knows what that felt like to right. go win a game at Texas. Right. Okay. The, the point is, in all my time around him, he never demonstrated to me a, a, much of a feel for or insight into football. Right. He doesn't really get it or know it right. the, the way Will McClay does or the assistant coaches do well, or the – well, Skip, yeah. what happens is that, like, he played that game of football, yeah. but once his career was over, there was no more football involved. No. So now he put that down for, like, 40, for 30, 30 years, and now he comes okay. back. That's you true. lose a lot of your spidey senses. It's okay. kind of like when you when you play a game or you do something, you set it down That's for a period true. of time. Okay. You lose that feeling. Okay. But would he ever have dared to criticize Jimmy Johnson publicly? Hell no, man. no. Even Barry Switzer, who was sometimes criticizable, yeah. no, he, he just wouldn't have done it because he knew Barry was on a very hot seat trying to replace Jimmy that Correct. he had fired after he'd won two Super Bowls. Correct. So the, the point is, man, this, this was damaging to McCarthy, whatever credibility he has. This, you, you this opens any, the floodgates. Any credibility that he might have had in the locker room where he can tell player players well, they need to do this and they do this. Like, we just saw what Jerry did and you stop. Well, that's a fact. He's, he's almost like a non-factor, which yeah. is the only way to play. They have to win in spite of, just rise above. But I still believe, Skip, in order for any coach to have success, there have to be a level of fear yep. that permeates through the locker room. Agreed. That he, can, that he can discipline you. He can find you. He can suspend you. He can trade or release you. Without that, nope. Agreed. You got to have some authority if you're going to yes. keep the ship afloat. All right, gentlemen, let's discuss Lamar Jackson when we come back. He's drawing comparisons to Michael Vick. Is he the new Michael Vick? Mm. That's next on Undisputed. Deshaun Jackson signed with the Ravens earlier this week, and he's already drawing the comparison of Lamar Jackson to Michael Vick. Jackson said, quote, I see a lot of characteristics similar to Michael Vick. He beat some of us, his records, so obviously he's the new era of Michael Vick. Hmm. Shannon, do you like this or do you have a problem with it? I don't have a problem with it. I think everybody sees the comparison, especially because they're so dynamic with their legs. Uh, but Lamar already has an MVP on his resume, and Mike never won one of those, and he won it unanimously. Through the first five seasons, Lamar has more touchdowns, fewer interceptions, better completion percentage, and 1,300 more yards. But I lived in Atlanta during the Michael Vick experience, yep. and there was nothing like it. No, ever, it, ever. Nope. Since or before. I agree. So uh, I, I, get, I get what D-Jack is saying, yep. um, and I don't have a problem with the comparison, but, man, it is dynamic as dynamic uh, as Lamar is. I just don't think that he, as far as from fandom, that they, he can top the Michael Vick experience. I think he's a better player. No question in my mind. I think Lamar is a better player than Mike was. Yeah. But that fandom, that Mike, that buzz that he created because he was the first. We had never seen anything like that. A guy that could, anytime he took the ball, Skip, if he broke the pocket and he had the ball, Mike didn't put it up on his arm like Lamar. He carried the ball like a loaf of bread. He had it like in one of his hands. You thought he was going to hit his head on the goalpost. And everybody remember that overtime game against Minnesota. He split the two defenders. And the Michael, and the Michael Vick experience was boring. And yep. he, he never looked back. No. I had never seen anything <laughs> like that. But allow me to make a point about Deshaun. I believe in some ways he was patting himself on the back, saying, 
I played with Michael Vick yes. because he did he at did. the highest level on one Monday night in Philadelphia. Whoa, what against, a game. Against, against, against Washington. Against Washington. I think it was, was it at Washington? It was at Washington. Yeah, I believe it was at Washington. What a show those two put on. Mm-hmm. But the point is, Deshaun's trying to remind everybody, I played with Michael Vick, and Lamar compares to Michael Vick. Yeah. Well, to me, I'm with you. It's, it's actually starting to become the other way around <laughs> because Lamar won the MVP unanimously. Yes. Lamar is clearly a little more accurate with the football than Michael ever was. Yes. Michael had a bigger – listen, Michael Vick had a flat-out oh, yeah, yeah, cannon yeah, yeah. Michael of a left arm. 80 yards. Oh, oh it, the, the velocity, the trajectory of it was sensational. Okay. It wasn't the most accurate arm. Correct. Michael will be the first to tell you that. But Lamar throws some darts to me. Yes. He, he's much more of a, a, a pick-you-to-pieces kind mm-hmm. of passer. He, he is capable. I know you've had some issues with his passing, mm-hmm. but, but it's, it's way above average to me because you can't win an MVP in this league no, without no, 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 being no, able no, to no, throw some no, darts. No. So now back to the Michael Vick experience. As far as broken field running goes, escapability, <laughs> I mean, we just never see that it, it was an experience right. where it was must-see TV yeah. because four or five times a game, he, he, he's going to break the pocket and, and, and things are going to happen you've never seen happen right. before. And early on, he did go up to the frozen tundra. First time they ever lost yeah. a uh, playoff game at home. At home. He went up and he beat the Green Bay Packers he in a playoff that. game coached by Dan Reeves, right? Yep, that was, Dan your, was the coach. coach. Yep. He was the coach of the Falcons mm-hmm. at that point. Okay, so that was his one playoff win. And the one issue here for me is, okay, one playoff win there, and Lamar so far only one yeah, playoff one. win. You, you got to remedy that. Right. You need to go places in the playoffs. Maybe this is the year. I don't know. They've been hit and miss so far. Right. But the point is, when Lamar takes off, now we're talking about sheer speed. And when we've had Michael Vick on, he, he, he is acknowledging and readily admitting he thinks Lamar is a touch faster. You, you don't. I don't. I don't think, I don't think so. Boy, it's... Mike, Mike Ramp, Skip, I don't think people realize 4-3-3 is fast. 4-3-3 for a quarterback is extremely fast. We, think about it. RG, never seen Skip, it think about RG3. RG3 didn't run that time. We yeah. know RG3 got some wheels. Yeah. And well, RG3 he had did, Olympic quality. Yes. Yeah. And he didn't come close to it. I don't think he broke 4-4. Michael ran 4-3-3. He did. Well, Lamar's <laughs> right in that ballpark. Do you somewhere. think Monica ran 4-3-3? When I see him take off, I just see people. I, in see, the I, would, dust. I, would, I would have him more peg for more like RG3 speed. 4-3 flat, maybe high 4-3. But Mike, man, like you said, that broken field, like I said, the Michael Vick experience. Broken field, never anything like it before. Man, when he take off, I mean, he was like, he was out. Fun to watch, that's for sure. Hey, guys, run CMC is switching coasts. Should the 49ers play Christian McCaffrey against the Chiefs Sunday Mm. after just trading for him last night? Got to get your opinion on the other side of this break. The 49ers just trading for Christian McCaffrey, but they still find themselves as two-and-a-half-point home underdogs against the Chiefs. That's according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, would you play Christian on Sunday? Hell yeah. Skip, he's a new car. If I buy a new car, I'm driving it home. 
I'm not waiting a week to drive it. I'm driving that car home. But you don't need to break it in, Skip, right? Right. He's, yeah. been he's been playing. It's not like he's been holding out or no. he was hurt or something. He's been playing. I think he's reasonably healthy from all I know. Right? He played. If he yeah. arrived in San Francisco before the game, he played. Okay. I know Kyle, uh, Kyle's scheme is a lot more intricate than most, but Christian McCaffrey is a quick study. He's been doing this for a while. Man, I am starting him and I am feeding him because you're playing the Chiefs. Hey. Skip, we're going to pitch it to you to the right, yep. we're going to pitch it to your left, we're going to hand it up to you, and we're going to throw it to you. You okay. can learn. Can you learn like seven plays? Yeah. You might dumb I, it down a right. little bit. I'm not going to say, Skip, we're going to leave you in there for 65 plays, no. but can you run, uh, learn seven of the plays? I'm going to try to get you in there, try to get you involved in a situation like this. But I'm absolutely playing him. Good. Why would I not? Yep. Yeah. He's, like, he's been playing. He's, been, he's played the whole season. I think well, he, did he miss a game? He might have missed one no. game. We can, he had missed mean this any. year. Yeah. No, he's playing. okay. So why would I? Why would I not play it? What the hell? I got him for the city motor. He ain't no trophy. <laughs> he playing. I ain't finna sit him up there and let him just look at me on the sideline with with, with uh, a forty nine uh, gear on. No, he gonna have yep. shoulder pads and a helmet. No, I mean he could be a difference in winning a game. You need to win against a pretty good team. He's playing. Yep. Good things happen when you hand Christian McCaffrey the ball. I know that much, guys. Great show today. We are out of time, though. That is it for us.